Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds, Steve and Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers who evangelize it. Today we're probing into Season 11, Episode 8, The Mysterious Nine. Mine would be the mysterious three or six, because I don't know how we get to nine. Oh. Hashtag growers, not showers, baby. That's the real club to be in. Hashtag sick, not think. That's disgusting. Is that where you only want to, you have a fetish for banging sickly, unplump penist men? Where they can't get it hard because they're so sickly and their immune system's compromised? Yes, and then I just wait for their uh, DNA to spray inside of me to where mm. I can heal them oh. by re-injecting myself and my DNA inside of them. So oh. I do the whole Wolverine from the X-Men cartoon series in uh-huh. 1993 uh-huh. where Cable threw him into the solution of the disease. Oh, yeah. And his body created all the antibodies, which yeah. was then the cure. So by That's right. accepting their their creamy um, phallus load... <laughs> right. I can then re-inject right. it back inside. It wasn't that uh, Bishop and Cable were trying to just get some of his blood. They were trying to get somebody to come inside of Wolverine. Exactly. So he could then take that load, use it to bring himself to orgasm or have somebody else and use that. Yeah. Now, not tainted so much as... Um, double flip. Yeah, so much as... Like a double helix. Uh, yeah. Not tainted so much as... Salsified, right? Like right. juiced up. <laughs> yeah, uh, tainted could be good because yeah. he's getting that prostated, right? Which is next to the tainted, right? Right? Land. Right? I'm surprised they don't do more um, research like that at the CDC, where they're yeah. spraying v- various men's prostates with cum direct from direct injection, yeah, in order to mix their DNA because, we, as we all know, the prostate is the DNA. Uh, blender of the human body. Exactly. That's how babies are made. And that leads me to a point, as you say, a spraying, we can say spraying. Yes, exactly. Because he actually talked about that. I, I brought this up so to you. So eager to segue <laughs> into the, into the Well, clip. you just, you never found this clip on his most recent. Yeah, yeah. So somewhere in the sky is Ryan Spray. Yeah, yeah. I think he might be listening to the show and taking a few <laughs> cues from us. Yes. Yeah. What the fuck? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, let's Uh-oh. make sure this is still recording. It is. Something else oh, popped good. up out of there. Something uh, else in the skies? Exactly. <laughs> Something else in the skies, maybe. <laughs> because... Well, even Ryan Sprague, S-P-R-A-Y-G. Yeah, that's what I was Yeah. Gag. Or gag. Spray gag. It's spray goo, because it's G-U-E, right? It could be goo, but he could be making them gag, baby. Yeah. He actually talks about this, about... Getting you know around there, so I was shocked you hadn't heard this. Yeah, yeah. I played it for you at work. Well, I think I he, wait. I think he re-uploaded to the feed, and you probably caught it right when it posted. Exactly. And then he caught it, re-uploaded, and and had the, shall we say, censored version of it. Exactly. And uh, Bobane says, "How are things in Coronaville?" Nothing. Oh, nothing they're virus real oh, yeah. here. <laughs> so we're gonna get in this. Like clip. he's in another country. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like Florida's so good. Justin Schurer, what up? Uh, so yeah, so here's this clip of Sprague. Kind yeah. of aggressive for him. It is, but, yeah. Yeah, so here we go. You guys you guys be the judge. Maybe yeah, yeah. we're just too sensitive. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> it's good to get in and out of that hole every now and again. But, um, you know, I went full steam ahead and came. <laughs> 
shocking statement. Yeah. It's so he's so casual in the beginning. He's like, Yeah, it's good to laughing. get in and out of that hole again, but then he went full steam ahead and came. Yeah. I mean, we can play it again here yeah. just one more time for y'all. Just so you you can you guys can just really soak it in because right. apparently he's soaking <laughs> right. and going full steam. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> it's good to get in and out of that hole every now and again. But um you, you know, I went full steam ahead and came. <laughs> Shocking, yeah, shocking, very clip. shocking. I'm sorry, but you oh, know, I just had to call it out. Shocking! You know, I see him. You know, I see Ryan as an occasional <laughs> colleague of mine, and I just don't know what to think of that kind yeah. of behavior. <laughs> kind of dirty talk. Well, on one hand, I appreciate his openness sexually and his Candor. pride, especially talking to what, uh, as I saw in the podcast description, was a female guest. So he yeah. must be very open with her and bring, and that's really empowering. But at the same time, I don't. I wouldn't call my wife's <laughs> vagina uh, going into that hole. Oh. <laughs> and steam, was it steamrolling? Go full steam ahead. Full steam ahead, and that hole and hers. So hmm. I don't know. I mean, you know, based on the uh, archaeological in-depth of uh, her vagina and the walls, the tearing, the ripping, and the tearing right. as, uh, you know. Uh, one Mr. Hito Rick would talk about back in the day. Uh, you know, I just don't know if he came more yeah. than he sprayed. Lots of uh, what we would call dry stress in the strata. <laughs> you know, some cracking <laughs> and other things. But, and you this know. creates what we call in the industry a baking canyon. <laughs> where there's not much moisture except some old grease that's soaking in the cracks. <laughs> and you could just look and see, you know... This is a cum dumpster. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Correct. Shockway. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, he... <clears throat> Bo Bandy says he was ready to sign up for his Patreon to help him get off that. Oh, yeah. you know, Help him with it, just everything he needed. Yeah, yeah. And he said, it's... not after that clip. No, no not it's... after that kind of content. It sounds like he's flat out abusing the power of a barista that exactly. a barista has over well, his consumers. Bo baristas <laughs> could be Bo <Bobine. laughs> Now, uh, I did recently reply to Honestly, a tweet. Honestly, yeah, I was yeah. going to say go. I did recently reply to a tweet <clears throat> of Ryan Sprague. And it was Kane. interesting. His <laughs> 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 <It's> Twitter. <laughs> Uh, and he posted a tweet last night, and I replied to it with just a funny gif. But then a few hours later, I saw that some people had liked my reply and mm. went back, and it was like, this tweet's unavailable, meaning he d- deleted it. And what and was it in regards? His original tweet was, uh, and it wasn't a reply to anything, it was his own tweet, and he was he just said, various people in the UFO community are going to, basically are going to be called out for the liars that they are. Oh, wow. Um, and so are going to be exposed for the liars right. that they are. And so I did the dumb Ghostbusters 2 uh, gif right. of Bill Murray saying, and you wouldn't want us exposing ourselves. Because <laughs> I think that's before the trial of the, uh, it's the, the Scolari the brothers, brothers or whatever. Yeah. 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 And uh, Or where they show up. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So not like the cold open, but I guess it is the kind of the cold open of the movie. They're at that trial, right? Isn't that where mm. Ghostbusters 2 starts out? Is them getting ready with Lewis <sighs> for the trial? Maybe you know what? That's a good question. It's been yeah. so long since I've seen that. That mm-hmm. I don't. Exa- I feel because I feel like the Scalari brothers thing was like deeper in it. Like they knew because that's when the like the slime starts boiling over and stuff. No, it's but... the first instance of the pink slime happening. Right, right, right. Which because, may, but yeah, for some reason I you might be right like, though. There might be more in the beginning maybe of like that. Fifteen minutes in or yeah. something like that. Because the that movie starts off strong. It ends just okay. Yeah, it, it's Vigo. It's, yeah. <laughs> 
look into his eyes. Well, it's crazy that like the best part about that movie is that actor who's doing the Janos character yeah, the yeah. whole time, you yeah. know. But it's such a weird like when you look at how how like that first Ghostbusters movie was like part of the DNA of New York. Like it was such a great like one of the penultimate not penultimate, one of the ultimate Pen New Island. York <laughs> New York movies. Like, you know, New York was a character in the movie. Mm-hmm. The second movie could have been fucking Anywheresville, USA, and it could have right. taken place because it's about a haunted painting. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, okay, come on. Like, why are you but making a smaller story? because well, they have a, a notorious sewer system. Exactly, I guess. Yeah. In New York. Slime Square. Exactly. Slime Square Slime. <laughs> uh, Bobani chiming in. This is true, too. Yeah. We didn't get on it, but we also aren't, like, this isn't our jam. <laughs> But uh, he said well, we were arguing the, of John at the end of the table. That, yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to and actually going to reference because Bobani says that one time I was abducted because he's been listening to their podcast. Oh. They are running George Nori ads for Contact in the Desert. <laughs> so they were like giving away tickets. Like they're like stoked about being oh, press yeah. pass. I think they've kissed George Nori. They have on the cheek, yeah. and he was not into it. But Mike <laughs> Barrow's ready with his sausage fingers yeah. to grab up any slight fish he might see. Um, but yeah, they were running like full on, like they're partnering with them. But like wow. again, us being the way we are, yeah. I'm not gonna. We're not gonna do that. How does do that? The, uh, how does that even work? Thing? I mean, how does that even work that you partner with? Well, they just got press passes, and they're like, oh, like, hey, if you give us press passes, yeah. we have this much following. Blah blah blah. We'll right. promote you. Do a dumb online like the retweet and reshare yeah. and tag like all that shit we've done i see for actual companies trying to be like an influencer yeah too. yeah yeah, yeah. <clears throat> which i mean they have a, a way big, bigger following than us on yeah. instagram and you know they get a good amount of downloads i'm assuming and uh, we, but yeah and, they're they're like running full on ads so. and we saw them chowing down at the yard house when we were at the yard house at the many Pasadena years ago Alien con yes yeah. <laughs> that has nothing to do with <laughs> Hey, we were all there chowing down together. They're just people, okay? okay? They're not yeah. better than No, us. again, they seem super nice. We've never actually met them, had some slight yeah. interactions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we saw a lot of um, tight braid, not dreadlock, but tight braid action it might be at Contact in the Desert last year. Yeah. But we've never interacted with them yeah. on the show, on the floor. Exactly. <laughs> out, out on the floor. How's the work going? The sales floor. Yeah. Bob Andy <laughs> says, it's the tits that way. <laughs> I'm not sure what that means, but... <laughs> Uh, but anyways, they seem like nice people. But yeah, I've been listening because I listen to their show, uh, yeah. and they've been doing actual, I, I guess, ads, ads and yes. such, yeah, and giving away some tickets. Yeah. So I think I've sorry only... everyone probably hates us in that world, so we're not going to be able to give away <laughs> any tickets to that show. And I don't think we'll we couldn't even uh, get Bobby Andy, our super fan, to fly out because he had his dumb true. kids graduation oh, or some yeah. shit. So yes. I don't know how many tickets we'd actually move. Yeah. But do you think they have uh, yeah. a separate ceremony for the dumb kids graduation? Exactly. Yeah. Because they're not really leaving the school. They're just moving on to right. some sort of They're moving on to leg 12th up. grade for the third time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. They're moving on these kind of quarter measures of getting them ready for society. When meanwhile, just give them a broom and a mop and just let them go to town at yeah. some fucking store. Go to town on themselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because then they can fuck themselves and clean up. Exactly. Afterwards. On aisle three. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, it's my third eye. Yeah, overnight at the O'Reilly Auto Parts. Exactly. Down on the corner. <laughs> where I exactly know where this is. Where they at. need a lot of floor mopping all oh, night. Yeah. We need that... an overnight floor mopper at O'Reilly Auto okay. Parts. It's going to be rough. There's a lot of grease, but you're going to get in there, and you're going to feel accomplished at the end of the morning. <laughs> and meanwhile, they're just spilling bladder, quarts of oil on purpose yeah. to give that person exactly. work. Exactly. Shitting their own pants. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm sorry. I'm gonna clean that up too. <laughs> sorry about Mandy's daughter. Yes, <laughs> I'm sure she's valedictorian. Oh yeah, she's not. Oh, it's out. Yeah, that's or or uh, summa cum laude. Huh? Exactly. <laughs> I think she's one of his daughter's name is Suma. Yeah. <laughs> she's hot for tea. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a classic Monday night. We haven't recorded on Monday night for a while. Yeah. Um, you, you've been in Mammoth. This is our first real show since Mammoth. Yes. Uh, well, we'll give it to, let's see. Because well, Bobani's made his first. triumphant return, yeah. we'll do the uh, um, the sponsored by Bobandy. How you doing, Steve? How you doing, Joey? Moment here. Exactly. So, how you doing, Steve? I'm doing okay. <laughs> it's a lovely Monday. We're coming into week two of fiscal March. <laughs> <laughs> you know, things are just crushing along. Yeah. Uh, Calendar versus fiscal. Exactly. Four Total. for five. Four four five months. Four four five you know, months. Quarters. You're running fiscals, baby. Reporting quarters. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I feel like. Today went by very quick, yeah. but in a good way. Like, not yeah. disastrous or overworked, but just yeah. the right amount of work. I to had do. seven meetings today. You were a little different. We I had mean, a free lunch today. We did, yeah. Um, From Grinders. Yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is a burger restaurant uh, close by that is Grinders with a Z. And it's next to another rest- burger restaurant called Buns, Buns with a Z. With a Z. <laughs> Unfortunately, grinders can yes. never get in the online app right, world right, right. of food. And of course, you all remember the story of when I uh, stole the pornography video from my father back when I was 12 or 13. Oh, yes. Hiding it in a uh, Disney's Peter Pan VHS box and putting it down the back of my pants because he had a stack of about 17 VHS videos. Yeah. I grabbed a random one from the middle and it was called Hot Buns with a Z. <laughs> and it ended up being a hardcore gay yeah. porno. <laughs> what about that really hot blonde guy? <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, so whenever I see buns with a Z or now grinders yeah. <laughs> with a Z, the famously gay app, you get rock hard. Oh, yes. Thinking of that Ready? first time you could jerk off to actual pornography. <laughs> oh, that would have been sad. Yeah. This was about probably the fifth or sixth time I'd stolen my dad's so, okay, porn, all okay. of which was straight before yeah, that, exactly. to be fair. Yeah. I mean, there was anal, but it was yeah. with women. Now he said he had gotten all this porn donated to him. That's this is this is this is okay. the gray story. This is this is the talk about gray aliens. This is the grayest <laughs> story ever. This is the crazy part. Okay, imagine. <laughs> oh God, I'm getting into a deeper That's level some of Twitch this. content there for you, little not you know mouth look for you. <laughs> <laughs> Give him the Joey's dad yeah. mouth look for oh. you. Yeah, yeah, come yeah, on, yeah. Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I I live in that hole. You know, you're right, Sprague. I'd get me out of that hole and then <laughs> yeah. plow full right steam ahead. ahead you yeah. know? If I was single, I'd be full steam ahead. Yeah. Uh, no, the crazy thing is not that I found, <laughs> not that I stole a, gay a porn. random porn, which, which happened to be gay porn, Yeah. but I also have a weird uh, Doughboys thing on the side for just a second. Hold okay. on. I'll, I'll say that as a side note. But um, not only did that happen, but the scenario. Well, but, I mean, come on. <laughs> The scenario. <laughs> the scenario. <laughs> this hot, wet scenario between father and son. No, the scenario of that whole, literally, I think it was like an 18-day period. So my stepmother uh, moved here from Germany when she was 19 or 20. Uh-oh, what's going Sorry, on? Sorry, I forgot that. Since Bobini found us personally, he said yeah. that Pino's been recommended as a friend oh, to him. Perfect. On yeah. <laughs> of course he has. 
Of course he has. Well, he's in South Carolina. He's so on the East Coast. So you can, you can yeah. track each other down. You guys could have a probing ancient aliens meetup yeah. at which only Bobandi would know that I have a podcast <laughs> named Probing Ancient Aliens because my father has no clue what the fuck I do with my right, life. So whatever. Um, but uh, <laughs> you got that wax ring for the toilet show handed yeah. over. Uh, and you're, you're fine. I fed you enough fucking ice yeah, cream when you were growing up. Shut up. Just have a mint. Come yeah. on. We're on no sore bet. I have a mint. <laughs> the mint chip, yes. but stop there. Uh, uh, so, to paint the picture again, my dad is a single man for, quite, for a while because my stepmom is from Germany. She was visiting her family back in Germany for about, like, over two weeks, basically. Right. So, my dad had a, dry spell had, a, had a bachelor's life for a few weeks, to which, apparently... And again, this is the story he told me. It's friends when from I... the tennis club. <laughs> <laughs> Which, if I don't know what's late to the game, I don't know. I don't know what is. Yeah. If that's not late, to... <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, he he apparently had such quote good friends that they showered him yeah. with porn tapes. This is like a <laughs> when his wife left the country. like a uh, what's a like a baby shower but of yes. pornography tapes. And we're talking VHS big box old yes. school novelty. This is as if the A this makes me sad at the same time because it's like was he talking about his horrific numb sterile sexless marriage so much with his tennis friends? Yeah. Oh, you're, you're of course. tennis just friends. Fucking his tennis yeah. friends. Yeah, shut uh, the racket. I wish my asshole. wife would open up that oh. post of hers once in a while. You know, just be nice. Come on, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see that mouth. Uh, not even at the tennis club, just a yeah, homeless exactly. guy out. Yeah, yeah. Tennis club. <laughs> um, no, but it's like, <laughs> yeah. The the fact that he had he built up enough story. Yes, to like, know that she's gone for two weeks. Yeah, because in the corner of his living room was a little entertainment unit. And this was, what year was this? This was probably 1997 or 8-ish. Yeah. And 1996-ish. Oh, 1996, because the Superman TV show, the cartoon, premiered, which was 95 or 96 on the, on the WB. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway, because I remember being excited for that cartoon, <laughs> and then I'm going to steal a point. <laughs> right. The double down. <laughs> the ultimate teenage young teenager. Yes, the classic double down. Um <laughs> when you still watch cartoons, but then also watch pornographic Hardcore films. Porn. <laughs> Hardcore gay porn yeah. from your dad's when collection. You time stamped yeah. everything. <laughs> um so he had a, a very big TV, but it was a CRT, like a tube TV. Yeah. And it was probably like a forty seven inch. So it was a corner entertainment unit. Big ass tube TV, probably three and a half feet a big, high. Literal ass tube. And this, and imagine three and a half feet high, yeah, and the I'm stack of videos going right. over the top of that fucking. Thing. And they were all porn. All porn. And that was out in the open because I was and just your like, sister I literally was like, it was late in the middle of the night, and I was like looking like, okay, yeah, this is this, it, and I was like, here, hot buns, fine, great, it's putting me to anal or and, something and, like that, and it's <laughs> not <laughs> like whatever that means. <laughs> uh so it's not like he's like, oh, I hid it under the bed or it's no. in a cabinet. Yeah. It's literally next to the TV. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> you just pointed out something insane, which is 
I'm willingly having my two children yeah, stay over this weekend, <laughs> and apparently hoping they don't notice. I didn't even think of that before. Oh my god! Like, like it's one thing. Like my why uncle, are they talking about ancient aliens? What's Come going on? on? Yeah, they're talking about ass play. Like my uncle in his garage, like had the garage, but in the cabinets, like you had to open the doors to the cabinets, and he had like pinned up like yeah. penthouse pictures yeah, or yeah. whatever. And you're a kid, you're like, oh, yeah. I'm gonna sneak in, look there. At least the correct hit, amount of shame. Hit to a certain extent, <laughs> yes. Where this is like, if if you were just looking at my TV now, and I invited everyone over for a barbecue, <laughs> and it was a stack of thirty pornos just sitting yeah, next to the TV, it's not like any different. <laughs> no one's gonna notice. <laughs> and it's, I wonder if he, in his dumb, see, I never, I always imagined this like in a bag or something. No, no, no like, like tucked away. You, you pointed found. out, you pointed out something, which is that he invited us into his house. Yeah. With, so now I'm like, was this a cry for help? <laughs> was this a crime? <laughs> <laughs> was this a cry for help from my father? Uh, <laughs> well, Bobandy says hentai was invented for boys like Joey. <laughs> <laughs> was this a crime for my father? A, a crime. crime for my a father. cry for help right. to his kids to be like, yeah. please save me from yeah. my life of forced like, celibacy. Please jerk me off. <laughs> was my dad... An incel, oh. not a vir- not a virgin, but a post a, virgin a proto incel. incel. Exactly, where yeah. my wife won't fuck me and whatever. Right. So, anyway, the funniest thing is if somehow I hear about this episode <laughs> and I finally go, "Oh, thanks for listening to my yeah, podcast, exactly. which has thousands of downloads every well, week." <laughs> we have a hundred plus episodes. And you listen to this, right? <laughs> thanks a lot, Aunt Lisa. <laughs> Should we tell that story? How Aunt Lisa called into oh, Adam Carolla's show? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and involves uh, Pino as well. Yes, but like to cap this thing off, that <laughs> I I just learned a new element of my childhood today. Right there, you which go. is that my father willingly invited <laughs> my sister and I yeah. into the house on a weekend slash week. This went on yeah. for weeks. Yeah, that where he had a stack of pornos that I guess to him. Look like just black videos because you know he took the covers all. Oh, off. these weren't. Th- I, see, I'm imagining the novelty box that I would see at convention. <laughs> no, no, like, this is a stack of black, my friend. Okay. This was pure. <laughs> this was just pure. Just oh, VHS's, cassettes, cassettes, cassettes. Okay, I'm imagining like the colorful, crazy boxes that, that were been, like you know twelve inches yes. by twelve inches. That would like, have been me going back and inventing time travel to go back to arrest my father. <laughs> <laughs> But this, I think, to him was like, oh, it just looks like videos. We watch videos yeah, all the time. they're not going to notice. <laughs> they're not going to walk over the four feet from the couch and yeah. look and, at them. And read any of these titles. Yes. And the crazier part is he noticed this one was gone. <laughs> like, And he was afraid. Exactly. <laughs> so that means he either, A, knew what he, he had lost, or B, somehow cranked oh. through all those VHS tapes <laughs> to know what he had lost. Like, it's hey, not come like. On, Joe, I was waiting on that one. Yeah, you know, I, was, I, yeah. I know them all, and he's got them time stamped because he's got them paused at right. the exact moment. To be fair to him, this was only three days into his vacation, so maybe well, he hadn't worked been... through the stack <laughs> to the. And uh, he was looking up joke, the buns. Hot yeah. buns. Yeah. I don't know. But, right. uh, but still, the other possibility is that. All of them <laughs> were hot buns. <laughs> were hot buns, and it's various sequels, which I have Wait, watched. Wait, I thought you, no. you stole through. You didn't steal any other from the stack. I no, I was. I took one, right, which I stuffed in the Peter Pan. I remember the VHS cover, yeah. so that so that on the shirt. off chance, I created a whole story on the off. I put it in the back of my pants with my shirt over it. 
on the off chance that he found it and I was just like, my story was going to be like, oh, well, these are really rare and expensive. <laughs> so, <laughs> and mom won't buy this and I've wanted to yeah. see it. And I was going to like make Wanna some stupid it, yeah, lie yeah. about it. Uh, but in the meantime, I put the video in. I've told the story. I put the video in. I was like, oh, God. It took about 15 minutes to see what the real content Fast forwarded. Yeah. Oh, this Hot is an ending. Guy, no girl. It's not even a buy thing. It's then, just straight up. Well, then there's a harrowing adventure of, of me getting it back in, throwing it away. Oh, you screwed one of his friends over yeah. from the tent. <laughs> yes, and that's the other element. Hey, I had to, I had to get hat buns back to fucking Tom, <laughs> and my hey. kid stole hat buns. I think he tossed it. I don't know. It's fine. Your secret. Oh, you really me. just want to keep it, huh, Pino? Huh? That's the big goof here. No, I'm telling you, my kid fucking stole it. He put it in Peter Pan. Pan. Peter Pan. He's a trickster. Trickster. So I felt animated. the edges of the cassette in my back. And little did I know what a treat I would be in <laughs> for that night. How <laughs> yummy lunch would be. Uh, there's a lot of hellier on this episode, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. Paul Hellier. Um, did the chat disappear for a second and turn into purple text or what? No, I can see to a certain extent. It's not the most up to date, oh. but it says who's in the chat. So we got uh, Night Beacons. Oh. We got Dragon Wolf out. We got <laughs> William Coosby, Justin Shearer, Bo Bandy, but it says there's seven, so that's only five. So Ooh, I was just there's seeing some if secret there's cassettes anything. in this VHS. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> They're waiting for the Sacred Nine or Mysterious Nine. <laughs> Um, but uh, that sounds like a gay porn. That too, I was <laughs> just thinking. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, no, that's that's another element. Is what's the conversation, if any, that he had to have <laughs> with the friend? That gave <laughs> Where the, the fuck t- that tape go? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got his tennis bag, but it's just <laughs> all porn. Oh, he didn't bring a racket. That is a real thing. Oh, because one of the other times. When he got mad, he actually admitted that he thought I stole something. Yeah. Was the porn, right? I took a porn out of his tennis bag. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not I thought kidding. this was this one he yelled at no, you. No, 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 no. So uh that because I remember you getting yelled at a porn. Was it big? I've, t- I've told I've told two porn stories okay. with my father on this on this <laughs> on this podcast, on this website. Justin sure wrote you maybe I don't know what that means but uh so a little delay that was a night when my sister and I were staying over my stepmother was also gone from the house it might have been part of the same trip right I think it was I think there was a year apart because she went on a yearly trip usually with him back to visit her parents right. in Germany oh you guys got to <clears> go to Germany sometime that's the story where I walked in on my dad under the covers thankfully jerking off to a porno oh. And so, because we, usually my stepmom set up the trundle bed in the guest room where there was a, a couch and then it had the trundle bed, bed, so my yeah. sister and I would sleep on whatever. And uh, oh, and so, what do you say? Oh, he said just extra viewer. Oh. <laughs> and so, that was when we couldn't get the trundle bed to stay up. It kept falling down. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I knocked four fucking sets of knocks and he didn't fucking answer the door. So I open the door and he's doing. He's got the full like open robe, but the covers. Oh. He's doing the, and then and all this stuff and the oh, screen oh, goes oh, oh, blue oh. On, the, on the VCR. Input, 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 input. And then he had to come help us with what I'm presuming is an erection. Well, maybe he didn't come <laughs> to set up the bed after that. Oh, yeah. And then the next, that's when I was like, oh, he has pornos. 
So I went Tipped to off. his. So I went to his bathroom. Here's yeah. another. Little, this is insane. That, this is tip. an ancient alias podcast. <laughs> I agree with the reviewers this at this point. Porno. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too deep into this now. He had created. My dad's a contractor. Yeah. He created a cutout oh, hole, a fake hole in the cabinet wall of his bathroom. That cabinet. deserves the gift where it's that dude tapping his head. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The, <laughs> the guy that kind of looks like Eddie Murphy, but yeah, isn't Eddie yeah, Murphy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that's where those pornos were. And so that's one of the ones I, I well, sorry, there wasn't porn in there. There was just objects in there. So there was like lube yeah. and a dildo. And so, so I was like, yeah. is this my stepmom's? Is this their weird games? Whatever. <clears throat> and so I saw him that night when I went, we like yeah. went back to his room and he got something, helped us with the bed, whatever. And I saw the tennis bag had videos in it. Oh. So I was like, the next morning, I'm like, I'm going to fucking, which is dumb of me. I'm, gonna I'm like, gank one he's going to know exactly what's gone. And yeah. then he got mad at me, which then, <laughs> so I took the video. I didn't even get to watch it. I took the video and then literally he's getting. How many re- videos were in there? Uh, probably four. Okay. Which was so, dumb, I mean, that's again, a noticeable dumb number. Me. Totally yeah, dumb of me. small enough number. It's not the three foot high yes, stack. This is 11 know. or 12 year old me. Yeah. So he's walking around the house and all stressed out. And he's usually he literally he literally was like, "Hey Joe, uh, where's the there's a video on my tennis bag? I'm giving it back to one of my friends." Uh, He's like, "You know where that video is?" And I was like, "No." And I I lied, probably pretty shitty. And he's like, he's like, you know, uh, usually I believe you, but I don't believe you this time. He's like, "Where's the video?" And he like got it was like the only time I've had (laughs) confrontation with my dad. And I had already taken it, so I had put it in my Uh, Beauty and the Beast this time. (laughs) <laughs> I had put it in my bag that I brought with my clothes for the weekends we stayed with him. Yeah. So while he was in the front room, yeah, I took my bag, took it out of my bag, put it behind the guest room, uh, and little entertainment cabinet unit cat with a small TV was on where mm-hmm. we were staying. Put it behind there <laughs> as if somehow magically it <laughs> fell behind there. Yeah. And then I acted like I found it. Yeah. <laughs> and I was oh. like, oh, what's this over here? There's a, I, I, was, I was helping him look. I was going to be yeah. helpful, son, and yeah. find my father's my dad. porno. I was going to get my dad's affection and, and trust. and, and yeah. uh, I helped him find his porno. Yeah. Oh, Dad, is this it? <laughs> Literally. Huge holes, <laughs> wet and three. <laughs> Number 10? <laughs> son. Now, my favorite video series is Huge Holes Wet in Three, number 10. Okay. <laughs> volume 10. You know what it is. Okay. Uh, if I don't have volume 10 and I got volume one through nine and then 11 through 37, the We've value a, of this collection yeah. plummets. Okay. We got a problem. Yeah. This is a buyer's market. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I got to have everything. Well, I mean, I, it's straight porn, but there's some buy stuff too, but, you know. Um, but and then he, he says, fuck the episode and keep going. Joe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're all riveted, yeah. <laughs> jerking off. And but, Crazy McCaw mom says this is the most entertaining by oh. far. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so, so t- again, literally like you're saying, <laughs> to try and be helpful, because now I'm paranoid that I'm going to get in yeah. trouble for this, yeah. even though my dad has never punished me in my life, because yeah. he's never erected me that much. Never uh, erected you? <laughs> <laughs> he's never uh, erected me. He's helped me erect with all of these beautiful VHS tapes. Father, what's the blue screen you were looking at? <laughs> <laughs> it's a look into wonderment and beyond, Joe. But once you the gaze beyond. upon, you will never straights upon again. You can never <laughs> turn back from this path. So I, I go back. I'm like, hey, Dad, it's back here. 
<laughs> you know, it's pre voice. I got my leather jacket and my stuff. slicked hair back. <laughs> and he was like, he was like, oh, okay, it just ended up back there, huh? And I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't know, I just found it back here. And he was like, okay, and he never, he never, that was it. It's kind of an anti claim. Yeah. Oh wow, <laughs> sounds like for him when he was so in the robe yeah. too. <laughs> Uh, and my kids are always fucking preventing me from coming when I want to in the house. <laughs> but Manny um, says, talk slower. I'm almost there. <laughs> so many things. Why didn't he, when he was jerking off, why didn't he just block the door with something? Why didn't, he was lock, a contractor yeah. who could have installed a $14 lockable door on his yeah. door. Because he had no locks on his inner doors in his house. Like So, and then also, why, <laughs> I don't know. I can't, there seemed to be... A huge, huge, uh, dark web, pre-dark web business, <laughs> pre-dark web business, going on at his tennis club with porn trading. I'm like, yeah. was this the fucking Pog slash pro- Pokemon pro- cards, deep web, Magic the Gathering, fucking trading community at his tennis came. <laughs> I wish Ryan Craig was my father, um, but uh, but yeah, I yeah. mean, this was like. This pre-tube site, you know. Looking back on this, I'm yes, exactly. I'm like, this fucker was doing the many tabs All open. All kinds of deals. Yes, yeah. he was doing the many tabs open 15 years before that was a thing, yeah. 20 years before that there was a go. thing. Yeah. So I'm wondering, like, are you, Dad, oh, Dad, <laughs> yes. are, you, are, you, are you savoring each of these videos uh-huh. and the narratives, or are you cranking through scene by scene and fast-forwarding? He's probably doing the proto-internet style. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because you couldn't scrub through videos like well, now. Or like DVDs where it's like, okay, next right. scene, next scene, next scene, yeah. right? So they didn't he's even, like... They didn't have those cool interactive menus like the DVDs Exactly. Have. So I I didn't experience a VHS, but I would hear people, they're like, their dad would have like, I think it was a comedian or someone yeah. saying this, would have like... A favorite spot, so it's like, oh, I time stamped it at 14 minutes, oh. and they would sketch out because if it wasn't left at 14 minutes, then right. they knew someone else in the house <laughs> had viewed it. There's so. a lot of fathers interacting <laughs> with their children indirectly via, via porn videos, yeah. <laughs> just VHS, very, very, via HS, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, there's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> there's a lot of... Hope you've enjoyed this first hour. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or half hour. It's fine. There's not much content in yeah. the episode, in the, in the actual Ancient Aliens episode today. It's one of the worst, I would say, in general. But I'm not even segueing there yet. Your uh, your quick side note. <clears throat> um, I had another side note I want to, to say, but I forgot about it already. It's fine. Um, about my <laughs> younger brother... And my aunt Lisa, oh yeah, um, Bisa, as yes. uh, I should say. But no, she called into a very prominent podcaster show that I also listened to, which I said already, the Adam Carolla yeah. show. <clears throat> we didn't say what app. I mean, this is a long fine. time. This ago. This is years so ago at this point. I'm listening to the Adam Carolla show, or I'm sorry, specifically the Adam and Doctor Drew show, which was Adam Carolla's spiritual podcast successor to Loveline back on the mm. old K Rock uh, LA days back in the day. Um, <clears throat> this was like 20. 2012, he might still be doing it. I stopped listening a couple years ago, but uh, they were doing a fucking daily episode of the Adam and Dr. Drew show. So yeah. what's going on? Well, I'm just saying, uh, Bobani said, this is a regressive memory therapy segment. <laughs> exactly. was sponsored by Bobani. There we go. <laughs> yeah, this, Mc- we're still in That's How You Do It. I haven't even said how that's how I'm doing it. Exactly. Uh, I haven't even got into my vacation recap. Nothing. Yet. And Crazy McCall Woman said uh, the first porno they ever saw was her sister's Oh, friend's gay brother Ooh. who never hit it. So he probably had hot buns probably as well. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> Same tape. <laughs> um, but uh, that was just a comedy video called Ha Puns. Yes. <laughs> and it was all wordplay stuff. Ha Puns. <laughs> uh, no, but excuse me. I'm listening to the Adam and Dr. Drew show. I was working on something. I don't right. know what. And it's a, it's a mimic of Loveline where there's drug problems, addiction problems, sex problems, family problems, like whatever. All sorts of different problems, problems that uh, people used to call in and talk to Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew Pinsky about yeah. on Loveline. And it was a nationally syndicated show. Um, that's a lot of how I learned about like addiction and drugs and diseases and all sorts of shit when I was like 10 to mm-hmm. 15. What's what was that eyebrow? Uh, so Night Beacon, mm-hmm. title sponsor of the show, right here for yeah, all you out right on there. Twitch uh, below, Mister Hulk Hogan. Uh, <laughs> Beautiful break. <laughs> they said when in high school they found an old VHS that they thought was skate footage. Unfortunately, oh. it was his friend's amateur porn oh. <laughs> of his dad banging his mom. <laughs> <laughs> and Night Beacon still jerked off to it because oh, I he finished. Yes. Um, but uh, uh, anyway, sorry, Mr. no, no, it's fine. Sorry. Yeah. Um, and I'm listening. I'm like, this this woman calls in. It's a call in show, right? Uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a call in show, and this this voice calls in and starts describing this issue of like, oh, you know, hey, hey, Adam, hey, Drew, been listening to you for 25 years, whatever. Uh, my brother's a contractor. He came over to um, do some work on my house. She lives about an hour away, so they were like kind of just like sleeping over yeah. there. Right, right. It was too much to commute back and Maybe forth. Maybe too, right? Like, yeah. It's kind of deep down there. She's like, yeah, she's in like San Diego County. So uh, they were staying there, and they were doing a big remodel thing on their bathroom and some other stuff. And um, she's like, so, but the, the, the whole reason I'm calling is I was taking a shower, and there's a window in the shower to the outside Right. And she looks up after she opens her eyes from washing her hair or face or whatever, and she sees a phone in the window of the shower, and yeah. she looks over, and it's 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 my Joey, the host, yes. co-host of Pro Not Steve. Aliens. This yes. is not my brother. <laughs> uh, my half-brother, so my stepmom and dad's brother, who I barely talk to. Yeah. Um, he drives a golf cart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did a lot of theft and things like that in his younger years as he got uh, a quote unquote addicted to weed, yeah. according to my parents. Um, I used to but, uh, stuff. Yeah. Um, he was recording his own aunt, his dad's sister, yeah. in the shower. Not even the, the younger cousins, the no, aunt. The aunt, who was close to 50 at that point. Yeah. So, recording her like that. So, my aunt understandably freaks out. My aunt has always been the most relatively normal one on that side of my family. Um, but uh, Mike Beacon saying he's sending this footage to Chris Hansen now. Oh. <laughs> uh, so she sits down, my dad. Sit down, daddy. <laughs> and says, hey, this is what happened. And says, you need to tell your wife about this. Right. My stepmother. But you're piecing it all together because she called into the show. This is what she's describing on the yeah, show. On the show. And Sorry, so, just rattling it back. Oh no, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's. I'm really not leaving anything out. She's yeah, like, yeah. she's like, this happened. Yeah, it was crazy. This is all still her calling in, and you then going, wait, this and all I'm, sounds like oh, someone yes, I yes. know. Yes, and I'm like, wait, what? And so, uh, and she, and then she goes, you know, and you know, my family's Italian, and we don't really talk about feelings that much, and yeah. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, I'm like, I'm going insane at this point, where yeah. I'm like, this is my fucking aunt's voice. And she she gave a few more details that I was like, 
this is my fucking half brother and my dad. Yeah. This is, the, <laughs> oh, because she gave the city that she's from. Oh, and right. And she had just moved to this very the, specifically yeah. named city. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And so, um, oddly enough, I think it was when my stepdad and I uh, Made out. were, yes, exactly. When I was looking at his porno collection, yeah. when he and I it were wiring the ceiling for recess lighting in my mom's house. Um, so we were doing contractor work there as well. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, uh, be- oh yeah, because I immediately told my mom when I was like, and my mom knew my aunt from pre-divorce yeah, yeah, yeah. and all that stuff. So, uh, <laughs> so I'm listening and I'm like, what? And I just drop everything. I'm like, hold on, I gotta listen to this. It's <laughs> like so go outside in the backyard, in the backyard, start jerking off, and I start <laughs> jerking off violently in the yeah. neighbor's pool. No, um, <laughs> but yes, uh, <laughs> no, yes. no, 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 yes, but yeah, <laughs> mostly. <laughs> uh, and fully confirmed at this point. So I I text my aunt after immediately after this. The episode had posted a couple days before that, so it'd probably yeah. been a few days since she called. And I text her, so I was just listening to episode whatever number of the Adam and Dr. Drew show, and I heard a story about a, a, a contractor's son who yeah. filmed his aunt in the shower, and yeah. she just wrote back, Is this me? Oh. <laughs> she just wrote back, oh, God. Oh, God. Like, she was like, well, please don't tell your dad. And I, and I was like, okay, confirm. Oh, I'll tell you. I'll At, tell you. Adam Carolla, I mean, specifically, yeah. was like, basically like, Lisa... It seems like you have quite the telenovela family situation going on. You got to just get the fuck out of there. Quit trying because it all ended with my dad promising. I mean, not like that, but you know. Oh, oh, brother, your dick is so much bigger than my husband's. Um, Oh, nephew. (laughs) I guess that would be more today's thing. No, but uh, uh, well, for her, she was going to bang him because he's filming. Because she took it as a compliment, exactly. Um, But. so, <laughs> so fucking insane. <laughs> so, uh, it all blew up in her face because the whole point of the call yeah. was: I told my brother he promised to tell his wife. Three months later, at a mutual friend's wedding, I was going to say, wasn't at a she, wedding. She right? brought up brought it up, assuming that now her friend, his wife, yeah, that Pino's current wife, yes, had knew, found out knew about knew the story and it had worked itself yeah. out. So my aunt Lisa was like, "In let's all laugh about this mode." Right. My stepmother was like, "How fucking dare you bring this up?" And they stopped talking to her, right. not forever, but yeah. pretty long. But like that was part that was and called her a liar and yes. she was full of shit. How dare like, you? How dare you say these things about my son and blah blah yeah. blah? Even though my dad and stepmom hate their child yeah i feel bad for him because he had a horrible horrible yeah. upbringing. well and he was at your wedding with that super trashy girl totally who was then fully trashed yes. as well and they were just like i'm like what fucking people are these yeah. and you're like oh that's my stepbrother and i was like <laughs> my, my oh, half brother god literally or not stepbrother sorry, yeah yeah um <laughs> i mean there's a big difference <laughs> legally no but my, my half brother came up and it's nothing against him but he was just like Hey, Joe, I just wanted to say, uh, you know, I haven't talked, I haven't, he kind of is, he's like, I haven't talked to you in a while, but, you know, I'm really proud of you. And I'm, <laughs> I'm just like, thank you. Okay. <laughs> and his I'm girlfriend was hammered, hammered and just like Falling into the sloppy. planter of the hotel, yeah, yeah. hammered. But yeah. anyway, uh, but yeah, there's, <laughs> there's a lot of sex and pornography <laughs> in this with first my dad's minutes, side yeah. of the family. Yeah. Um, but this uh, has been Pino's point. <laughs> Pino's pornos. Yeah, uh, Pino's point porno. And how it's infected Joseph's life. 
Um, meanwhile, I'm doing pretty well, yeah. uh, despite my entire past, <laughs> my broken family. And how I've gotten to where I am. Yeah. This explains a lot for the show. <laughs> she touched my leg. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, and I just came back from, I was literally was saving it from Patreon, the Patreon yeah. episode we posted uh, the other day. For the full recap of my mammoth trip, there's not that much to say. Yeah, your mammary trip. Yes. Um, we spent all that mammoth money. We're destitute now. <laughs> the yeah. pile of money's gone. Done. Uh, no, but uh, had a six-day, basically, trip with my family. We're two travel days and four full days. I say six, yay. Up in the old mountains there. But uh, I captured some, because um, this was the birthplace of That's How You Do It Productions oh, by yeah. our uh, surrogate Aunt Gail, my mom's friend. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, captured some of those moments i'm going to piece them together in some fun way and post them on the yeah. instagram we'll here story so follow uh, us at probing ancient aliens some of them were my own sled excursion yeah. some of them were me commentating on my uh exactly. siblings oh, okay yes. i've only seen the ones where to you yes those were the ones that were sent to me um but uh but yeah it was a good time there was six dogs between the entire family and yeah. nine humans and how so many we had beers? quite the orgy <laughs> um so i brought up Pretty much my, not quite entirely, but about 95% of my monthly Modern Times order, which was $520 worth of beer. Humble brag. Uh, now, some of my family pitched <laughs> no, in because it yeah. was going to be you the base, the because, base yeah. beer of the, of the weekend. Uh, we came home with about 20% of it, so yeah. pretty good estimate. Um, you let me borrow your Yeti cooler, which is yeah. the stand right here for our Twitch <laughs> yeah. streamers. That not um, just a cooler, Gretetta. What's her name? Uh, Greta. Greta. The Gremlin. Someone <laughs> said it was close. a ho- someone said it was a hooker, and that's actually a transgendered. Or maybe yes. the Gremlins aren't even gendered, so it's yes. now picked a gender yeah, because they replicate. Yes. They're like, uh, what's it? What is? Why did I just blink when you self-replicate? Um, well, that's not self- amorphous, but it's like oh, uh, asexual. Asexual. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, even though they seem clearly male oh. for the most part, but they don't have but genitals. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And they, I mean, they kind of looked like yeah. it, but yeah, no yeah, dogs yeah. or, or But she clearly or... has beautiful tits and probably a vagina under exactly. that little pencil skirt. Probably. There. I mean, I've snuck a peek. <laughs> oh, come on. It's on Twitch. Um, Bobani says he's definitely friending Pino now. After oh, God. This long story. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I picture Bobani talking yeah. as Stallone, even though exactly. I think he's grown up in Florida after only a year of living in the Bronx. His no, his no, no. I think he's life. mostly in the Bronx, then moved down oh, to Florida, like Jenny from the Bronx, Flo Rida from the block. And him and Pino can start a whole system where they mail each other VHS tapes at this exactly. point. Exactly, <laughs> because Bobani has daughters, but he also has sons from a previous marriage that he doesn't talk to very much. So exactly, that he and my dad, his current wife. <laughs> he and my dad fill or film film. Oh, okay. but they could. I mean, hopefully they're not filling. They film the Peter. filling of yeah, the exactly. current wife. Uh, but he, <laughs> yeah, he and uh, my dad can bond over their estranged sons. Bondage. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it was a fun trip. I am still catching up. I had I didn't get back to work till Wednesday last week, um, and I'm I've been my wife and I have been feeling just literally going to bed exhausted, like yeah. like mentally and physically. My oldest sister has gone through a, a divorce recently, so we helped her move yeah. for nine hours on Saturday. Yeah, she's gross. Yesterday, I had my dog training walk. I had my arm study group, my martial yeah. arts thing. It was then a back busy to weekend. my sisters yeah. to hang out. We left my sisters by like seven forty-five. We were asleep by nine thirty last oh, night. Yeah. That's maybe the earliest I've gone to bed in I don't know how many years of my I, life. Yeah, I've been doing that where it's like get up early, Fuck. do a bunch of shit, yeah. pass out 9.30, 10 o'clock. Yeah. Now the good thing about this trip was that 
sadly, not falling apart in a horrible way. But, but you like, were the most together. Yes. Right. And that, that was a the theme of the trip. Like my wife and I were even saying that. I, I was we were talking late at night once and I was like, Remember when I stole my dad's gay porno? No. Yeah. Uh, and I was like I was like, this trip has been really interesting because I've realized that I'm like the educator of my family. Like people like literally before while we were watching this episode, my mom is texting me for chiropractor recommendations for my stepdad because he doesn't he's never gotten an adjustment or a massage or anything and now his yeah. neck is hurting chronically yeah, and I'm like how many times have I told you like like Pop go and to lock just that go shit. to the fucking chiropractor figure yeah. it out but she's like do you have recommend and it's fine I'm happy to help and whatever they're not you know internet folk whatever yeah. I mean they kind of are but well technically it should be if he's Mr. IT technically yes but these are, this is the same people that in Manhattan, their trip to New York. No, this is my. F- I recount the TGI story. Fridays. Well, and then brought home Thomas. Thomas's bagels when there was like three fucking authentic bagel places on the block yeah, we were staying yeah. at. Anyway, um, but yeah, so like I was just like I, I literally here's here's a here's a story that would seem broy, but it, it was a very mental health and physical health trip, despite the fact that we're just like eating all day and stuff, but I mean, like having beverages and stuff. Yeah, yeah, drinking a lot and whatever. But also being in the altitude, you're kind of exercising just I mean, by you existing. gotta live it up because no one has kids. Like you guys are yes. in that, that state of like that is what vacation my sister Ashley says. With as soon as kids come, they're gonna ruin all this. They're not gonna ruin it, no, but I it's know. gonna be different. I yeah. No, I know, but it's just like she's coming from a hating kids standpoint exactly. too. But but she's, Which she's gonna turn because she hated hazies and now she loves them. Exactly. She's gonna the second a kid like gets a whiff in yes. the air. Exactly. Uh, she's going to fucking get wet. Hey, even your roommate Matt was like, wow, your beer smells like tropical fruit. And exactly. I'm like, yeah, you He's fucking idiot. Whiff. Should have been trying it. Anyway, um, I, for the first time in my entire life on this trip, yeah. worked out in the morning. Yeah. I got up early and I was like, I let all the six dogs out to go pee and poop, give them the food, whatever. And I'm like... I'm just going to be he- sitting around doing nothing better than just eating. I fucking did a full Rocky style, Rocky Four style workout where out on this big deck is big deck. Yeah, you just have. ate eggs the whole time. Um, but uh, this the music you're playing sounds like Hyper Light Drifter, which is this really cool indie game that I played a couple years ago. Um, but uh, downloadable on PlayStation Network and Xbox and all that stuff. William Cousy says kids are just like beer. Oh, yeah. True. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> well, she gets a whiff. Kids. Oh, I see. <laughs> and so, Bobani says kids ruin everything. Well, well, who knows? Yeah, but then they're graduating in that dumb kid graduation, yeah. like you're going to, and then well, once they're done. So Bobani, next year for contact in the desert, yeah. you have zero excuses. Yes, and you should have m- hundreds of pictures of your daughters uh, brooming and mopping, sweeping and mopping shifts at the O'Reilly Auto Parts exactly. by your house. Oh, 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 O'Reilly! Before it sinks in the Florida Keys, Auto place Parts. called Kokomo. Yeah. Um, no, but I went out there, and I didn't bring any... Because you're not going to usually pack weights or anything. Right. We were staying in a private house, so there wasn't like a gym in any sort not of like... a public house. Yeah, exactly. You got a pub. enough money. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> yeah, we were thinking a hostel. Yeah. Um, but uh, but we had a big, nice deck. We had beautiful snow and trees and a golf um, a golf yard, a golf course behind us that was out of season. And uh, I went out there, and I had... A cooler, a blue cooler that you've seen probably many times. Uh, just a personal yeah. cooler about filled yay it big. Full of water ice or some shit. Filled it full of that deck ice. I just took the shards of ice, filled it up, created a big frat boy kettlebell for myself, and was just go. doing kettlebell workouts out there in the early morning snow. Imagine well, someone just walking by, going like, "What the oh, fuck?" There was is a gay. Happening? There was a gay bar next to us. There was a there very, go. very pristine hair and eyebrow and everything gay couple that had a couple of kids there. 
and they had they ruin everything. What the gay people? <laughs> no, the kids. <laughs> um, but uh, they had some very well behaved kids. Uh, also, <laughs> there was jacuzzis on the deck of each of these houses. Very nice houses, and the only, I mean, we didn't use the jacuzzi, but w- one night we were out there drinking. Uh, my brother-in-law, uh, Bick, was having a couple joints and things like that. Some edibles oh, going around. Yeah, it's a good fucking punk. And uh, <laughs> just his dad. Yes. Uh, and next door, I'm out there, uh, and I was like having a sip of some Modern Time Stouts, and the jacuzzi's going <laughs> in the place next door. And these guys are only sucking each other's cock. <laughs> only one of the gay couple was in this jacuzzi Uh-oh. that had... Like Halloween green lights in the jacuzzi, and he was and he was just like not back like this on the rim. Yeah, he was forward on the rim, going like just like looking up in the sky and just like oh, pounding his gut or something. (laughs) I was like, is there a jet going up his asshole right now? Because he was just like in ecstasy, facing forward. So he, I didn't even know if he saw me because he was just so entranced by this going on. But, But I think they were having, and I took it as a compliment. They were having a bit of a watch a big bear workout next door because they would come out oh. in the morning and they were like, they'd go out to look at the snow and have some coffee or tea or whatever. And uh, and I was very friendly because I, w- I, w- I was the weird guy with a cooler fucking <laughs> doing fucking uh, cleans oh God, and deadlifts. Stanley, and look at this fucking white trash piece of <laughs> <Yeah>. shit. <laughs> <laughs> lifting a cooler. You can't oh, even afford God. a kettlebell. <laughs> like, and like literally doing fucking cleans and deadlifts and squ- all sorts of squats and fucking bent over single arm rows and everything. Yeah. Well, and, and your balls were hanging out the whole time. Oh, your basketball yeah. Shorts. Oh, yeah. So they were brisk. Even though it was cold, they didn't, tr- they didn't yes. trail back up. Well, in. it was warm. It was, it was warm enough that it was only in like the high 30s, low 40s. So by the time you're working out, I literally took my jacket off. I have my shorts. I'm jacket on. <laughs> I'm in basketball shorts and my t-shirt on working out of yeah. there too. Um, but uh, no, it felt really good. And I've I've continued to work out at home in the mornings before work. I didn't do it today because it was like 11 hours of sleep from exhaustion. But uh, I've like I've never done that in my fucking life. And if five yeah, years probably. ago yeah. you would have said, "Hey Joe, let's go let's go to the fucking gym and work out," I'd yeah. be like, "Go fuck yourself, you yeah. fucking idiot!" Like I would have given you so much shit yeah. for being into yourself and like are you fucking I would never get up early in the morning to go work out and yeah. now I'm like turning into yeah. one of those guys and Bobani said he just came <laughs> well I remember like a year ago like when I started doing the keto shit not yeah. that I'm I'm back on my keto shit <laughs> <laughs> and with leap year I'm back on my leap year shit um, more bullshit I've seen um, it both ways yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I remember you there's were, a lot of humble brags of people back in the gym. Right, and the, back oh, back on my bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you were doing like the intermittent fasting stuff, and I was like, mm. "Well, would you want to like, um, like meal plan and prep your meals?" And you're right. like, "No, what am I gonna do? I gotta fucking eat. I'm right. not gonna. What do you expect me to pre-plan?" And yep. and now you're grilling exactly. chicken on the yep. fucking weekends exactly. and bringing no, salad and stuff. So. Yeah, it's it's been this like weird year of just like. Being like, especially when you're, it's not my only thing, but it's like when you, when you and your wife are like, we're gonna have kids at some point and, and whatever. Do you want to be this fucking unhealthy? And it's not right. only for that, but that is part well, of it, it helps, where you're yeah. like, and, and like, yeah, like I'm, I'm listening to podcasts well, and, and kids, things all the time. You're getting up at like six in the morning, right? And you're six you're, in the morning. You're back on your lunch bullshit for yourself, and <laughs> yeah. you have to make yeah. their breakfast. Yeah. You have to make their lunch. You we have got, to we got our one year old pup who is yeah. fucking like the sun comes up. And if it's not a night that she'd like spend all day the day before playing with other yeah. dogs and stuff, she's like, sun comes up, she's like, take me out to pee. And then I'm like, 
well, I'm kind of up now. I guess right, I'm not going right. to go There's back no to bed point. for two right. hours, so might as well do something with my time. Right. And it's just insane. I mean, this might sound stupid for people that, that normally work out in the morning, but it's like when you can just have the rest of your day and you're like, I don't have to worry about fitness or anything the rest of the day. I've already fucking done that and feel good about it. And you get – because I'm already like – I've got the Chemex going. I'm making my Modern Times coffee in there yeah, and everything. And then now I'm like, that's part of it, where like, I have the coffee. I'm literally taking my coffee as my sipper during my workout, oh, yeah. which doesn't break my intermittent fast and gets my right, energy right. going. So, uh, that flavor taste. It's more of that me time in the morning, yeah. you know? And so, anyway, uh, and then it's nice, like... My wife comes down sometimes while I'm doing it, and she's, well, I'm doing it. Yeah. Somebody else. No, what I'm doing that, and it's like a nice little show for her. I got my balls yeah. hanging out of my boxers. Right. Oh, check it doing out. I'm in warrior squats. stance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, it was it was a nice uh, kind of mental health thing, even though it was very tiring because <laughs> my wife and I were on a double bed with, with my giant <laughs> German shepherd. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and my 60-pound other pup, and they both, yeah. of course, wanted to sleep on the bed. So, like, we slept, but it was, like, two hours of good sleep when you crash at the end of the night, and then the whole night's just, like, whatever. So yeah. I was getting about... Do they normally sleep with you? No. I thought they were normally like, Well, Booker, my, my smaller dog, will, but we have a king-size bed at home. Yeah. We invested in a Casper mattress with right. uh, uh, promo code BANGBANG from Comedy <laughs> BANGBANG a couple years ago, and it's been the best purchase of our yeah. life. But um, our dog, Callie, our German Shepherd, she fucking sleeps on her bed. She gets too hot all the time. Uh, Booker's, I mean, she's smaller. She's dense, but she's smaller. It's yeah, like yeah. not a big deal. But uh, but this is like a tiny bed where we're like, and we right, don't want right. to kick our dogs off where those people were like, they're sleeping. It's so cute in this, but yeah. you're just kind of like in a corner sleeping. In your zone, yeah. But, uh, but you're waking up with the dry air, and the, we were both kind of sick and whatever. But even then, yeah, it was like a nice, it was a nice mental health break. It was nice to be like, oh, like, my family's kind of fucked up right now. Not that they're fucked up people, but they're right. going through just tough weird shit zone. right now. Yeah. And it's nice to be like, oh, I'm kind of the one that's like, especially as the only boy son, you yeah. know, like, as opposed to girl son. I'm boy so. son. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, it's nice. It's, it's just yeah. a, it's an interesting time in my life, you know. Yeah. And I was very thankful for doing this show, doing our other podcast, right. having my own martial arts, having my wife, having my family. And, or even like Dusty Tweed Hope, where like right. he's helped me, one of our super fans, he helped me with like kettlebell advice of doing all the kettlebell right, right. stuff. Um, it's a nice time to be alive. So anyway, that's how I'm doing. Uh, we're going to well, move on. As long on. as that's how you're doing. So, and no bulletproof coffee in here. We've done that butter shit. Oh, yes. I'm back sure. on my butter shit. <laughs> um, real quick, we're going to do a reaching for the stars. Here you we do have... that. I'm going to take the top off my chili That's real fine. Quick. <laughs> that's a weird gay thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so reaching for the stars is a segment where we ask you, the little probers and probets out there, to submit five-star reviews to your favorite podcast service of choice, preferably Apple, Apple Podcasts, where we need the most help for reviews that we come up better in search algorithms and on the charts and stuff like that. Uh, leave us a five-star rating and review us in the comments of that rating, and we will read it on the air and give you a shout-out, just like the aforementioned Dusty Tweet Hope did a few days ago. Uh, he titles his reviews, Fart, 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 Five Stars. This is the best best podcast ever. Before I listened, my dong was only five inches long. Hey, don't be, don't be knocking five inches, okay? Uh, long. Now it's like ten feet long. Thanks, guys. To infinity, spelled with a D, and beyond, quoted by Buzz Lightyear's plural. Um, thank you, Dusty Tweedo. We appreciate that. Uh, the next review is Which just... Which that hasn't posted on Apple yet. <laughs> yeah, it might have been rejected. We're not saying it's not a real yeah. thing. This but, is Apple uh, Podcast Canada it was yeah. posted on, according to Chartable.com. Oh, maybe it's um, So Sir Dubbingsley posted this on Apple Podcast, too. Another super fan and patron 
where you can support us at patreon.com slash aliens for two exclusive podcasts per month. Um, Sir Dubbingsley writes, Duncan Hines mug cake. There's a bug in my face. He didn't write that. Um, <laughs> five stars. He says, love these guys and the relatable humor. <laughs> An hour of... <laughs> Finding your oh dad's boy. gay porno and other pornos. Other pornos like the gay porno. Porno theft with your father is the theme of the show. Um, he said, uh, love these guys and their relatable humor. That's how you do it. Wake up, pe- Wake up, people. Five stars all over. Oh, my. A little George Takei in there as well. Um, thank you for reaching for the stars for us, guys. Uh, we're going to get into this fucking episode here. Finally, literally at the one hour mark. <laughs> this might be a record for us, Could but, uh, yep. you know. Father-son porno sharing, that, that uh, it's worth it all. dictates a little bit longer storytelling. Yeah. So, um, And again, this episode kind of sucked. This episode, so I think we breeze through some of these. This is, this is the most kind of uh, ephemeral, centerless, deconstructed episode I've ever fucking seen on this show. Yeah. The title of the episode is alluded to in the first couple segments and kind of the last segment. And the whole middle 20 minutes of the show... They barely or straight up don't talk about these mysterious nine figures or the number nine or whatever. Even the the uh, description of the episode from the History Channel talks about the mysterious number nine appears. Right. Like literally the value of the number nine appears right. in uh, throughout history. And I'm like, it's not even what they're talking about. Yeah, I mean, yes, by default it is. They're talking about nine of these, the Godhead figures right, right. that are like these mysterious nine alien entities that are apparently ruling over all of us and lots of not uh, not even a lot a handful of god of deity pantheons in various right. cultures Pan. <laughs> <laughs> the pantheon and the green man uh shout out to connor j randall <laughs> uh no like only like a hand basically egypt italy Greece, Greece, whatever. Egypt, Italy, Greece. Rome. And, uh, well, Italy, yes. No, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just clarifying. Not everyone knows. Cairo? Roma <laughs> is the only place. Giza? Uh, um, it's no. its own They state. talk about the Etruscans in yeah. also in Italy. Um, so Italians, Greeks, and <laughs> Egyptians. Yeah. And, and um, one or two others have a pantheon of these nine core gods. And I'm like... Mm-hmm. That might be the center of the ancient Western world, right? But that is by no means all religions separated yeah. by tens of thousands yeah. of miles. They talked apart. about some like Asian culture and Japanese stuff, yeah, but it wasn't China. even so much nine. And then yeah, the yeah. whole it's the ninth month Native of the American shit, Taoist calendar, I'm and all back that on stuff. my Native American bullshit. <laughs> I'm uh, back on my Zuni bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, they don't talk about nine. Anywhere no. like on the other side of the Atlantic right. slash Pacific. It's yeah. It's in this, it's in this one Mediterranean pan med EO pan Mediterranean I, culture. Oh, Bobandy out. Oh, Bobandy's out. He'll have to listen to the real show. There you go with everyone. You get else. That second half. Wait till the hour mark, Bobandy. You can tune back in. Um, but uh, yeah, nice timestamp for Bo over there. But um, they start off the episode with Paul Hellyer, who was the former Canadian Minister <laughs> of Defense. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be concerned with or Confused. consummated. <laughs> <laughs> and I was consummating my birthday with my girlfriend in the roaring rapids of Hellier. <laughs> and I took a picture of us and 
a dog appeared in the picture, but we've never owned a dog. Yeah, so don't <laughs> talk about my wild. girlfriend like that. <laughs> uh, um, but uh, anyway, it it starts off with oh god, it starts off with Paul Hellyer, who is yeah. the the former Canadian Minister of Defense. So the crazy thing that I learned in this episode is that he was the Minister of Defense in the mid. 1960s they make it seem like he had just quit his job Recently, in 2013 yeah. to come out of the closet as a ufologist yeah. and a guy who gave his son pornos no. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> peter pan hidden all the way <laughs> eo peter pan <laughs> we welcome thee into our back pocket eo the hot blonde guy <laughs> pino pan yeah. Uh, I kept saying Yeo Pan this whole weekend in my head, too. Yeo <laughs> Pan. Especially up Yo. in Mammoth, where the green man was. Oh, yeah. Where, where, where those trees were. Right. In the, yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, if you want to support us on patreon.com slash <laughs> we posted recently, well, we posted Adventurous Ghost, our Ghost yeah. Adventurous podcast that's exclusive to Patreon. But um, before that, for February, we posted our full review discussion slash spoiler cast for Hellier season one and two. Yes. Um, which has been in the, in my paranormal research mindset, kind of mindset change. I don't want to say life changing, but mindset changing yeah, for just, sure. Yeah. In the sense that I'm watching ghost adventures with a different framework now. Lens. Yes. Yeah. Uh, post knowing Greg Newkirk and his wife, Daniel right. Newkirk. But anyway, cause you know them. Exactly. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, we're Twitter meme friends. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, but, Estes uh, method. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Paul Hellyer talks about uh, in 2013 on TV on Russian TV. Yeah, um, we've talked about this whole the interview RT before. TV. RT. Yeah. Um, they do like video game coverage now and all sorts of. They're like a pretty big website. Yeah. But uh, talking about the federation of these aliens that rule all of the sentient aliens, or they're they're an, an amalgam of all the sentient aliens that. Yeah in our galaxy that rule. So, right. uh, and they, they really bookmark that or bookend that later in the episode was kind of some Star Trek shit going on. Right, right, right. Um, we get our first Wilcock drip here from uh, Five Heads at Freddy's himself, David Wilcock, and he says, Paul Hellyer first came out in 2005. So that that is interesting where he was trying to say this shit in 2005. Right. Nobody was ready to believe him, apparently, or maybe like the internet Fair wasn't proliferating. Yeah, I don't know. There, but yeah. Social media and just... Because back then, again, it's like You're you had to kook. know the TV, right. and then that's when all the tape sharing, <laughs> harken back to VHS sharing, yes. but that's how that thing, that's how you do it, yeah. was was back then. There was yes. no easy way to share localized content. Exactly. <laughs> so I looked in the corner of my father's living room, and I saw this massive stack of VHSs <laughs> and... It was wild what I saw there. <laughs> and it was the same number of VHS tapes that my rapist had told me I would watch with each hump when I saw Steve and the pool. And when he dropped his denim shorts, that's what my rapist tapped into. The pump and dump. <laughs> I'm like in a very yeah. deep Connor hole now. You know. um, oh, sometimes, you know, you got to get in there. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking about Connor J. Randall. It's yeah, his, his yeah. love for Hellier, too. Uh, sorry. So Wilcox says, you know, Paul Hellier first came out in 2005, but it wasn't until 2013 that he was accepted as one of these people. So it's one of those things that, like, it does kind of make sense because by 2013, you have shows like Ancient Aliens on the air for a few years at this point. 
It's become memeified, things like that. Um, and you're only a few years out from crazy things like the the uh, not the Somewhere in the Skies Academy, the uh, 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 to the stars Academy. to the stars Academy. Not very different actually, yeah. but um, and all sorts of disclosure talking and the normalization of believing in UFOs. But right. and there's been fucking surveys where like your average you know, teen to, to late 20-something, of course, takes UFO existence as, like, a given in their life. Yeah. S- similar well, of course to how, it's real. They're just lying. Similar to how in the in the 40s, like, oh, yeah, 9 out of 10 Americans are Christian and believe in God and right, Jesus right, or whatever. Right. So um, it's cool that Hellier's on this episode. He's not just cl- It's not just clips of him, but he's being interviewed for this episode. That's yeah. cool. There, uh, There's a time later where I'm like, does he believe it? Is he being... Could he be what the conspiracy against Tom DeLonge is, which is he's just like this shill? Right. Oh, you had some position You're of power. You're spilling the correct amount of right. beans. We paid you a bunch of money so because yeah. you're just some Canadian fucking po- politician nobody cares about. Right. Uh, you're... You're not even risking that much by coming out of this. You'll just be our mouthpiece for a whole yeah. country of people. And I don't know. But um, they talk about... It's weird. They mention the phrase Project Penguin. I don't know if you remember this. Penguin. And, the, and this is... Uh, this was a project, or maybe it wasn't called Project Penguin, and I was just intoxicated. I don't know. But um, they talk about Project Penguin, and this doctor, is it Buharish? Is it Kukharish? Is it Puharish? Because four different people on this episode pronounce it differently each time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, this guy, Dr. Puharish, was the lead scientist on this. This was the classic, like, again, beginning of Ghostbusters as right. well, where there were actual American government-sanctioned studies of parapsychology yeah so studying people seeing if psychic powers were real remote viewing communicating with ghosts or other entities things like that yeah. that's a lot of what this episode's about actually right. is this dr buharge study in the early 50s um because during this study um dr buharge invited a hindu kind of channeling expert this guy named dg vinod he came in and did one of these channeling sessions where they put someone in a Faraday cage, which is like this yeah. copper-lined cage. Yeah, it's basically a cage that absorbs all electricity and grounds it, so you could be oh. inside of it and have light, like like your car. Billion volts going around you, but you're not going to get shot. doesn't matter, because yeah, yeah. li- basically the that? way <laughs> electricity works is it's very lazy, and it wants the easiest route to ground. Oh, God. Uh, so that's why like you can see birds on a power line. When they and suddenly they're not- appear. Exactly. Yeah. And they're not real. They're government chills as well. Uh, but like a squirrel or a bird or whatever. Government chill. Chill, baby. They're making it cold outside. <laughs> I'm the big boppa floppa toppa um, Project Penguin. <laughs> Pinguana. Uh, but anyway, Project Pino. basically, electricity wants to, it, it's like water. And yes. it wants to get to the ground as easy as possible. Right. Gravity. So, yes. Um, so basically a Faraday cage is like, okay, electricity is not going to go through this cage because you're not going to conduct the electricity better right. than the metal uh, to get to ground. Right. Yeah, yeah. So your car is like a Faraday cage right. and things like that. So that's why they say in a lightning storm, just stay in your car. Right. It's a nice metal Fucking tires, everything ground it. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah. So that's what this is like. Oh, it's going to capture all electrical fields right. interference. Right. Right. So this dickhead is just going to actually channel or channel something we don't know. Right. Because we're all assuming that it's not electrical energy he's right. shooting out of his head. Or like radio waves even or right. something like that. Because you never want to be caught in an unfaraday cage. That is not good. Yeah. Um, it's bad luck. But um, anyway, this guy, DG Vinod, he comes in, does this channeling session, and has this contact supposedly with these entities that he's calling, ooh, punching the mic, calling the Nine, which are right. these godlike 
beings. They communicate with him. They say that they are gods. They are protectors and even maybe creators of the universe and of humankind. It reeks a little bit of galactic daddy syndrome where it's like, oh, why of of all races of beings in the universe, they're these nine that protect the universe are also mankind creators. It's right, a little right, right. a little rare earth kind of thing for yeah. me, but whatever. So um, anyway, uh, and they also say that, uh, he asked them their name, and they say that they have one name, and it's, it's Atum. Uh, Yeopan. Yes. Uh, A-T-U-M, which is the original proto-god of Egypt, uh, Egyptian mythology, and that basically splits into the nine core gods of Egyptian mythology, like Osiris and Set and Newt and like all these other yeah. core gods. So, uh, and those gods are called the Aeneid, kind of like the Olympic gods are called the right. Olympians or whatever. Um, we'll get to that later. They go back to um, Heliopolis, which is uh, you can visit that in Assassin's Creed Origins by Ubisoft. Um, but uh, Heliopolis is kind of the Vatican of Egypt, as uh, as Robert Bovell says, he's like the Vatican of Egypt, uh, and uh, Vatican. and they have a temple to Atum, which they call mm-hmm. the Sun God, which is very interesting because, not that I know about Egyptian grammar or anything, but Aten and Atum are very similar, mm-hmm. where like mm-hmm. the Aten was the core Sun God according to, um, the fuck's his name, Akhenaten, right? Uh, where he did his whole religious revolution thing and made a monotheistic religion. It's almost like seeing this episode was the only thing interesting where I was like, oh, maybe. Maybe Akhenaten was not that I'm just saying again that I know Egyptian language that it could maybe a whole, that kind of misspelling in Egyptian is like totally fucks up the whole beginning yeah, yeah. of it, but it seems similar enough where I'm like maybe he was just trying to bring it back to the core singular god that spawned all the other nine gods. Right. It doesn't seem as unreasonable or as big of a revolution where he's like, hey, 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 I know there's this myth about the gods splitting up into these ni- about gods splitting into these nine gods. And that's who we have, but let's get back to the core god. That's not as much of a of a revolution as I as as we're being told, maybe or something. Yeah. But either way, I had no clue this was a fucking thing. And I've been to many museums and whatever. And you know, how many fucking episodes of this show have they talked about Egyptian religion? Right. They've never fucking mentioned this shit before. Where yeah. I'm like. That Why have, nine you've grouping? never called yeah. the Egyptian gods the Aeneid, which is like their right. group, their fucking boy band name? Like, right, I don't right. understand how this is a new fucking thing. Because yeah. apparently to Egyptologists, it's fucking old hat shit for them. Exactly. So yeah. um, it was just it was shocking to me. But anyway, not that it you know has anything really to do with ancient astronaut theory, but it's like, guys, let's have some consistency with terminology here. Right, so right, right. Um, Rami Ramani's on a lot, as Steve pointed out, that he's still in his nerd phase. Yeah, he's not the cool, suave, long-haired, yeah. he's adventure not his, hat. Yeah, like, he's not uh, Ram, Ramani, Ramiana Jones yet, yeah, exactly. uh, as he is now. But um, he's more mommy Annie Jones. Exactly, and so, but he he kind of lines he aligns the these <laughs> Rami mo mommy instead of <laughs> Rami mo daddy. <laughs> um. He he connects Atom and the nine personas that he splits into with the gods we all know and love, like you know fucking right. Set and Thoth and whatever Hot Thoth and all yeah. that stuff, Ooh, um, and saying that you know any this is why the pharaohs because they were connected to the personas of Atom, mm-hmm. the pharaohs were the voice piece of that, and he's yeah. like, he's like anything that came out of the mouth of the king had already been spoken by the gods, and that's why people believe them. Cool, cool. Stuff. Yeah, cool. Nine <laughs> inches. Speaking of nine inches, huh? <laughs> Hot buns, huh? Yeah, and William Coosby says, you're right about Akhenaten. 
Yes, exactly. So yes, I know. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's William Kusby's favorite exactly. story of Egyptology, um, and it really is the most interesting one that we know of yet. Because, right, right. as we know, I think we've only found about two percent of the uh, the entire Egyptian the culture. Whole valley the valley is <laughs> fucked. There's shit under the ground that we will I mean, never know. I mean, come on, know. man. There's shit everywhere. Okay. You know how many Khufu dicks there probably <laughs> If we laid the Khufus nine inches across the whole desert, <laughs> would be thousands of dicks. They, they would make pornographic tapes that would last for hours of VHS. <laughs> Which means that must just a quick montage of yeah. dick, 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 yeah, dick, 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 just for a few hours. If you line up all of... Only Khufu's dicks. You don't understand. It perfectly is the distance in human footsteps or dick steps, yeah. human humps. The human dickston. From here to the moon. Yeah. And we are. <laughs> and how could they know back then the distance it takes? The dickston. From <laughs> here to the moon. And the moon is also representative of ass. <laughs> you moon someone. So dick and ass makes it right. hot buns <laughs> number nine. Uh, you have to think of the volumes, the yeah. entire narrative of the hot buns the cinematic library. universe. <laughs> the cat. Uh, <laughs> um, cats were seen as <laughs> yes. sacred. It's a very bad new movie. Yeah. Uh, no, Coppin's wife returns, Phil Coppin's, who we haven't talked about in quite a while and I can't even really do his voice because it's blending <laughs> it's into so Nick Redfern's and some other <laughs> thing. Uh no, it's been it's been like probably yeah, thirty episodes been. since yeah. we've done his voice. But um his wife returns and repeats exactly what Rami Ramani says. There's no point in having her on here. Um it is they do again dealing with the kind of mild racism of ancient astronaut theory, it's like so you have this guy who's kind of a quirky, quirky because he's not American expert, yeah. and then let's get this nice red-headed, red-blooded American yeah. white lady to say the same thing, right. just like George Norrie, yeah. just like Childress. Oh, like, shit. You have all these like yeah. specific experts, but we got to get our guys to say the same yeah. thing before our, our dumb fans believe it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, Medallion Man comes on, William Henry, and he says, uh, I get, he's no Stargate mention of any kind in this episode. They've really brought William Henry in to be just your your yeah. your average commentator of just a talking head of whatever anything. you want to say exactly whatever so, point you want to prove he's right. got it yeah hey William hey Giorgio hey children you'll yeah. fucking believe whatever you you want to believe yeah. whatever just, you want to yeah. eat up you piece of shit <laughs> I'll fucking feed down your throat um, and Medallion Man says uh, uh, it's quite fascinating to contemplate the possibility. The Dr. Buhark, and he says Buhark, I think, uh, <laughs> who was part of a long line of initiates who were contacted by the Aeneid. So now, Dr. Buhark, who's doing the parapsychology experiments for the government, he is. they're now connecting him to the Aeneid, even though they never say, and when I Wikipedia it, he never says any connection to the Egyptian gods, really, or that's not his focus, really. But this episode is trying to link that very heavily to the mm -hmm. Egyptian gods. And, th and they do that for like two segments. Then later on, it's like, oh, and they were all other gods too or whatever. Yeah. But uh, we move on to the next segment here. This is where they talk about in the ninth lunar month of the Chinese calendar, they do the, uh, the Nine Emperor Gods Festival. This went on for a long time. It didn't even seem that interesting. 
Um, they got the fucking that creepy fucking doctor, the PhD, Dominic Stovu, who I finally put his name on here, but he's the Latin guy that's like a professor of Chinese studies that looks mm. like he has fucking war brides and stuff. Like yeah. he has a fetish only for Asian women, which yeah. is always creepy. Oh, we always um, know those people. And uh, I was saying, so if if you're an Asian girl, yeah. You should request, like, a lot of times, like, when you get in a relationship, you're like, I don't want to see your ex, or I don't want to see this or that. I don't want to see your ass your or ass, anything. Your Come on. Jeans, your Give it up. Nine. Uh, I feel like all Asian women should request, like, the last <laughs> three-plus girlfriends of whatever, whatever white guy they're dating <laughs> to make sure they're not just a fetish. <laughs> like, you need documentation. Yeah, yeah. Documentation. Uh, to prove that. They're into diversified people and diversified. That's the people that like Wiener Schnitzel. They're exactly. diversified. Exactly. <laughs> diversified. Uh, no, that that's a really good call. Only into Asian women. Yes. Yeah. Because there's been a few people like, oh yeah, that's my friend, and they dated this person, and now they're immediately with a Fabi Asian girl exactly. or whatever. Yeah. What was the piece of content content that we saw? Because I think you turned me on to it, where it was like. Some guy ends up going Asian, all Asian. So, so what is that's, that? So that's the the Jewishy guy from uh, what's that fucking shitty nerd show? The one with the uh, uh, it was like really popular. Why oh, oh, uh, Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory. Uh-huh. So the the guy that plays that character, yeah, yeah. character, he was in Reno nine one one, and they oh, he's like, oh, right. I'm a nice Jewish yeah. guy, yeah, yeah, trying yeah. to get a hooker, and his mom's there, and she's like, yeah. yeah, and they're like, oh yeah, we know a nice Jewish brothel, yes. don't worry, we'll take him there. She's like, okay, yeah, and they close the door, like, okay, where do you want to go? And he's like, Asian, Asian, all oh, Asian, yeah, that's right, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. desperately. Yeah. <laughs> was that in the movie, the Reno nine one one episode? Yeah. Okay, so if yeah. you look up that actor, all Asian, yeah, and you can he find play, his... he plays the Jewish guy on Big Bang Theory, yeah. yeah. So if you look him up. Then you can look up his episode in Re- yeah, Reno nine one one and and find that. Yeah, quote. that's how <laughs> for I some did. reason today I was thinking of just the quote and I was like, where is yeah. that from? Well, I, I know it's it from this something. Weekend, so uh, synchronicity. There you go. <laughs> and Cajun Robin Hood says, oh. finally made it to a live stream. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee <laughs> that the lady Marami <laughs> is gonna be from the rich to the poor. We're the bowing in here. And they said, uh, I finally made it to a live stream. Do me a favor and start from the top. <laughs> and we are oh, far from the top. You missed an hour of a power bottom. Of weird father porno son awkward sexual Catch situation. It all up on talk, the uh, so. actual podcast. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, Dominic's devote this la- the Latino creep who loves the Asian broads. He elaborates on the Nine Gods Festival. Basically, these nine emperor gods came from the Big Dipper constellation, and two of which, two of the stars, like each of them represented a star. There's seven stars in that constellation, but two are invisible, and the other two came from those. Um, uh, I also made the point here, I'm like, because they say that these nine emperor gods created Chinese culture and all this Mm -hmm. stuff, and I'm like, haven't we heard about fucking ten people at this point that have created Chinese culture in Chinese mythology? Like, which one is it? Right. I know there's the emperor. I know there's the river. I know there's this the dragon. Ching Tang and the swing swung. And <laughs> I didn't want so, to say it, but you so know, you got, I got spot I, on. <laughs> I need to play for you. Oh, we're going to be together this Sunday, so maybe I can find it. Uh-huh. But it's about how on Stern Show, yeah, like Sal Governale and Ronnie the limo driver. Driver, driver are hyper racist about oh. coronavirus. Oh and, no! And not going to a Chinese restaurant because oh. he doesn't want to get and all this stuff. 
And then he's like, yeah, I don't know why everyone's upset. We used to call this thing. So they have the sound bite now that Fred's pulled. Where he's like, yeah, we used to, to, to uh, fuck with the Chinese restaurant guy called Ching Chong Charlie. Oh. And like they have a clip that's just him. So whenever Howard starts talking about Ching coronavirus. Charlie. <laughs> coronavirus and stuff. He's like, yeah, Ching Chong Charlie. Oh. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Not going to Chinese. <laughs> oh yeah, God! Yeah. Um, I know. For a second, I was like, "We're going to be together this week." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh yeah, we're going to the Modern Times uh, uh, League welcome party thing." Yeah, on yeah, Sunday. Yeah. Basically, the whole afternoon evening because yeah. we can hit up Highland Park Brewery. Yes. We can get some donuts. Mm-hmm. We can get some food. Maybe yeah. Matt can hang a new poster. He's going to bring. Out <laughs> we learned that other than the other two, he hangs posters and his Christmas ornaments by tape and one pubic hair. Exactly, make. a single pubic hair to rule yes. them all. Yes. Um, uh, and Cajun Robin Hood says, "What do you think? I spent the last hour researching, which oh. I'm assuming is the jerking <laughs> off to dad porn." Right. <laughs> um. So anyway, these gods keep order in the universe with a very bureaucratic culture, alien culture. So uh, they're showing a huge mural of Chinese men with like scrolls and things like that. I'm like, okay, let me see uh, your scroll. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's the I, they list a few other ones: the nine unknown men in Buddhist culture, Ooh, yes. more like Buddhist culture. Huh? Yarp. Uh, the Etruscans of Italy believed in nine gods that ruled humanity, and the the core Olympians. There was like twelve, but the core Olympians were a group of nine that were the, called the Council of Nine, and they ruled yep. over humanity. So, Which I wonder who the three weren't. Yeah, I don't know. Like, well, I guess, oh, Jonathan, we're all going to be in this, but you three dickheads. Yeah, exactly. Because it's like Jonathan Young's like, you know, Hera, Zeus, Hermes, yeah. Athena, Aphrodite. And I, I couldn't remember what yeah. was missing, but um, speaking of Jonathan Young, he describes these nine, and, he, and he's like, you know, when they, uh, I guess, ruled over mankind. And I was like, I've a I've never heard Jonathan Young be aloof about anything right. any clip that's on this show and yeah, he's just sure, like whatever he's like I guess uh, ruled over them. Yeah. <laughs> like but also these are the Greek gods like one of the most well studied other religions than the yeah. West the Abrahamic religions in the right, world right. so it's just funny that they kept that little clip and it's like <laughs> I guess whatever. can I get back to my house in Santa Barbara I have please? some wine <laughs> to drink in it's, lovely Santa Barbara I have some wife to drink okay there's a bar near my house that's gonna close early I need to get to <laughs> you know we've been married twenty years and. Uh, we both just found out she's a squirter, so I have some rubber sheets to my and a whole afternoon planned yes. around that. So can I get the fuck out of here? Please? Thank you. <laughs> and uh, Cajun Robin Hood says this is a reference that I get never to this actual character, <laughs> but it says I'm sure you get this all the time. But we thought about auditioning for the next Hellboy, <laughs> or usually it's just could I play a younger version? Of a flashback right. in Stranger Things. Now, the funniest thing is that Stranger Things is playing with Steve's timeline because yeah. Steve has, gr- in the past year and a half or so, has grown into season three uh, Hop, Hopper. Hopper. Yeah. Um, but now. By the, accident. Yes. Literally, that season came well, out on the, on. in July <laughs> and I'd already been growing my yeah, hair out. Yeah. And it was like just happened to be the same length and all that shit. To the point that we've said this before, at Comic-Con San Diego, you were mistaked by multiple people for Hopper. Just by wearing a fucking Hawaiian shirt. Not even the shirt close to he's wearing. Just a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. Uh, Which, I mean, Hawaiian shirts do all kind of look the same. Well, come on. But now in the the teaser trailer that you can watch on uh, www.youtube.com, it's a weird new site, Uh, you can watch a teaser. Not porn. Right. (laughs) You can watch a teaser trailer for season four. 
that the big reveal is that oh Hopper's alive in a yeah. Russian fucking camp or something. But now Hopper looks like three years ago, Steve, yeah. basically. Often we just post pictures on yeah. social. Full full yeah. shaved head, just a scraggly beard yeah. here. <laughs> it looks a lot like you. <laughs> <laughs> Old man Steve. Because he just like reveals himself at the end, like looks at the camera like Yeah. Not that he's making that sound. That's the yeah. violins and dissonance right, right, being right, made. Right. But uh, it's just funny. They're inverting yeah, you exactly. in your life. So. And I can't cut my hair. Okay. You can't cut your hair. I'm Jamaican now. Oh. <laughs> or Rastafari. So because you're crazy? Jamaican me crazy. Right. Yes. Um, or, Jamaican me nuts. Or like the Japanese, you can't cut your unfurled top knot or your honor will disappear. Yeah. And you will cry and drop to your knees like the gentleman in The Last Samurai starring... Thomas Cruz's. It's true. Yes. And then they ask how long I've been having tomato juice skin injections. Is that something he does? Or do we look weird? <laughs> maybe you just look red. I today. guess. <laughs> a lot. Or maybe it's the Hulk back there. Maybe I don't Hulks know. Are behind us. I don't know. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, they then talk about how this is the cl- this is the ancient astronaut theory coming in this episode. How it couldn't be a coincidence that. All of these nations, thousands of miles apart. And I'm like, it's not that far apart. Right. It's this one area, like the central area of the ancient world, basically, has these nine. Nine. Right. Um, yeah. God. <laughs> so the, you know, the religious life is at a nine. <laughs> um, but uh, we get our first Sukla here, and he says, I'm always asked about ancient astronauts. Why did they leave? Why aren't they here anymore? And I've always said that they came... And they stayed. They committed to that relationship of the people they impregnated. No. Uh, and it plays into the whole idea that we are this ongoing project by extraterrestrial species. And they are observing us from afar. So if this council exists, they are here to observe their creation. So he's, of course, already fit in. Any council of any alien that exists is just going to be part of everything they've said before. Fine, I guess, whatever. But again, they don't talk about anything. I guess to the dress. <laughs> <laughs> they don't talk about uh, any. It's also it's crazy. Somebody posted that it's been like five or six years since that fucking is this dress blue or pink thing. Oh, yeah. That meme. I'm like, that was 2014. It's That's fucking crazy. crazy. And but, people still post the dumb Vans one. Yes, Like, exactly. I literally saw it stir up again like five months ago. Yeah. Of like, oh, my God, is this pair of Vans pink or blue or right. whatever? I'm like, That's fucking like three years it's old. so crazy. Idiots. Yeah. But, uh um. Oh, but again, they don't do any, like you were saying before, no due diligence of cultures from vastly different areas of the world, which is usually their bread and butter. But they right. really just focus on Egypt, yeah, Italy, Greece. A Eurocentric E. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, Judeo-Christian, right. as you said, Abrahamic. Judeo-Egyptian. Based on this. Um, Medallion Man comes on and repeats Slap exactly what Suits yes. says. Uh I wrote that there's really a lot of filler in this episode, just like talking about there you go. <laughs> your dad's pornos. Uh, Nick Pope <laughs> <And is Phil. laughs> Nick Pope is on this episode a lot, but it's strange because he's usually on more of the science government episodes. Right. This is like a pure, purely myth- mythology, yeah. speculative, ephemeral episode. It's very weird that he's on here. Um, and well, he's got to uh, crush that asset contact in the yeah, desert. He's got to build that cred, you know, even yeah. though this was three years before we ever saw him at well, contact. Maybe we were seeing him in peak form. Maybe it was time dilation, like exactly. butthole dilation. But um, our next segment, we start off at the ISS in 1988. Not ISIS, my friends, not the Taliban, the International Space Station. Uh, and they photographed this really strange UFO object. It's a pretty cool, pretty cool photograph. Yeah. 
Um, it's very sharp, like high res. Yeah. It was put up on the NASA website for a day or two. They removed it very quickly. Um, Wilcox on here dripping about how artificial it looks, and he's actually right. This is a really interesting photograph, yeah. and um, it it looks like a fucking craft of some kind. It's not blurry at all. You can see that symmetrical designs of the old patriots exactly. did hand jobs, right? Um, uh, it's got symmetrical designs. It's got the proper shadowing, all that stuff. And the funny thing is, is that apparently no one thought this was a faked photograph. Like, right. there's no like NASA straight up was just like it. nope. And then they right. said, and then they said, oh wait, this. They said that photograph that we made the point to take down. It's just a weather blanket. That accidentally like, <laughs> got out of a space station. It's right. like, aren't these things like hyper doc- documented yes. and like things go here and there and right. we document when they leave? Like, right. wouldn't you say, oh, we accidentally jettisoned a blanket? Exactly. And like, also, if it was something that mundane, why would they rush to take it down? They right. would have just left it up and changed the title to say, say like oh fuck you it's a blanket confirm this is actually just a weather blanket here's right. what it looks like with all the people and before we launched and what is a weather blanket doing in space what all, exactly. all these things i don't yeah. know space is always cold okay yeah, you're not going to warm space up with the fucking blanket okay. with it's a little we- big there's for no that. weather in space why do you need a yeah. weather blanket yeah you need like a 3 trillion extra large blanket to exactly. cover all of space you're not going to okay? insulate shit you're <laughs> just going to incel yourself out there in fucking space where there's no trim right <laughs> uh, you're going to be an incel in that three seconds before the vacuum of space sucks your organs out exactly. of your eyes and you die. You so. want to know what it's like to get sucked off? You're going to get sucked yeah. out. Okay. That's a, that is a quick side note thing here. There's a lot of shows now. The gay bar cannot close <laughs> fast enough. <laughs> There's a lot of shows now that show death by jettisoning out of an airlock or something, and they're supposed to be like <sighs> cool sci-fi. Yeah. Some of them are hyper violent, and some of them are just like, oh, yeah, he kind of freezes, and there's like yeah, one teardrop of blood in his eye, like, and you're like, I would think they would freeze first. But at the same time, then you look at your total recalls of the world where your fucking claymationites are. (laughs) Well, that's a little different, but yeah. That's on the surface of Mars. Just enough pressure to like explode out, but not all the way. To make yourself a Pee Wee's Playhouse style character. Exactly. In the same vein, though, there's no pressure. So your high pressure, high goes to low. Yeah. Right. In anything of. Yeah. Boners go to soft. Soft go to boners. Cream goes to no cream. Yes. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, basically. You are always going to go high pressure to low pressure. Sorry, I was reading someone that said it's the goddamn anti-loving Koreans. <laughs> That's who started coronavirus. Snowsy man. Uh, but yeah, high to low is how pressure yeah. and any kind of concentrate works, mm-hmm. right? It always wants to go from a high solution to a low. Mm. So like that, like the old orange juice cans mixed with water. True that. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Pressure on Mars is going to cause your eyes to explode. So in theory, mm. there is no pressure. Right. Like, mo pressure is low pressure in me. So you have high pressure because your body's contained right. and it's a high pressure unit. Yeah. So when you went into space, oh. you would potentially explode. Yes, but they yes, just yes. show you freezing. Because all the stuff Because in, in Mars, you that's why you're exploding because out. it's a thinner right. layer connecting you to space. Right, right, right. So it's a low pressure. So your right. high pressure wants to explode out. Right. Which is why in the movie The Abyss mm-hmm. and other things, mm-hmm. 
you're going down, yeah. that high pressure oh, wants yeah. to go to low, which is why it compresses everything. Mm. So it wants to get it's inside of you. It yes. wants to get deeper in. It wants to release. It wants yes. to make sure you were satisfied at the bar and not going to call the cops after what happened that because night. Because you were so diligent at being on time that night. Exactly. And having the full experience. You were never going to be fucking But yes, all late. the molecules need to like acclimate to each other and reach a balance. You and want so to that, reach a neutralization. So when you're alive, that means your insides come out with no pressure, and you're outside. Yeah, where we are at an atmosphere one, roughly, yeah. for most of us who don't live in the mountains or at the bottom of the sea like SpongeBob, uh, <laughs> you're at about an atmosphere one. <laughs> well, and that's like, if for those of you by the coast, if you ever go deep sea fishing, if yeah. you pull up a fucking like halibut or something way down yeah. too fast, it could, ex- like, its eyes explode out because yeah, yeah. it went from a high pressure to low. That's it's how you know it's sushi it's grade. Normalized at a high pressure. <laughs> right. And you're going to get fucked. <laughs> oh, man. We are halfway through this episode here. I'm not in a rush. I'm just like, it's. I, this is, you know, this is this is literally the most fun I've had <laughs> since getting back to work on Wednesday. <laughs> well, <laughs> Cajun Robin said, not, nope. Robin had said, not going to lie, with all the fat jokes y'all make about yourself, I thought y'all be a lot fatter. <laughs> oh, hey. That's a very big well, compliment. Well, we'll take it. You know, slimming. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, see, uh, I, I was working out with an ice-filled cooler <laughs> okay, on my, my vacation. <laughs> on my time off. Night Beacon says, yes, the eyeballs pop out and that bladder fills up. Ooh, oh, yes. A spear he, fisherman. They know what's up. Yes. Um, bah, 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 bah. Oh, they mentioned that this might be the mythical Black Knight satellite that was first observed, well, first thought to be observed in right. the early 50s. Um, Nick Redford in The Bald Brit comes on and he says... Now, one of the things that Donald Kehoe wrote... Now, Donald Kehoe was talked about excessively on the episode of Somewhere in Skies with Nick Redfern as the guest. Podcast. Uh, <laughs> Such good bug. <laughs> Which we do see that Russian scene here. I don't know if we've passed yes, it already. But the, yeah. the Red Square, or whatever exactly, they call it, yeah. in front of the Kremlin. Yes. Um, you know, speaking of Kremlin. The Kremlin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, Nick Fred- Redfern, Nick Fredfern <laughs> talks about um, the uh, Donald Kehoe quite a bit as like one of their, one of their like uh, not crazy, not weirdo experts in this world who's written like important shit. Basically, right. he's a guy that's written a lot of accounts about conspiracy theory kind of shit. But he was like yeah. an insider. Right, so right, right. Uh, Redfern says one of the things that Donald Kehoe wrote about was that a number of military insiders told him about. Uh, wait, I wrote this wrong. <laughs> Sorry, I wrote this wrong. Uh, what, jam sandwich. what a lot of military insiders told him about was that the U.S. military was tracking one or maybe two unknown satellites of extraordinary size in Earth orbit long before the first satellite from Russia, Sputnik, was launched. So it's interesting that like this Black Knight satellite was a satellite predating any known satellite in the world. Right. It was also apparently ten times larger than anything we could launch into space at all, including spaceships. So yeah. not just satellites, but the the rocket power we had, according to... The okay. gay bar. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, who's the power. rocket man? Elton John. Oh, God yeah. damn it. Uh, but then I was going to say, according to Nickelodeon, the rocket power yes. that we had, Oh, there we go. But, Ray uh, Mundo. Yeah. That was my name in Spanish class. <laughs> was that the dad on that, that show? Was the dad. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, anyway... Interesting that this this object 
that's been that was observed by especially by Clyde Tombeau, which I think you or your roommate Matt said fake name. Yeah, <laughs> Clyde Tombdale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, he was uh, requested by the government to track this satellite for like a year. Yeah. But then his findings were never made public, which in and of itself is interesting because if there was nothing going on, they would have published it. If there was something going on, they wouldn't have. So that means, to me, that means there's something was going on there. So yes. uh, even the fact that he's like, oh, I'm reporting that on sonar or whatever things they have, yeah, some shit's going there's down. a regular yeah. shape that's being, and it's not an asteroid or whatever. Yeah. So, um, we got our one and only Barra Barrage in this episode, and he says, you know, the Black Knight was said to be, you know, orbiting at polar orbit, and it was kind of taking over these, like, white knight satellites, okay? And, like, it was just impressing all the female satellites with its bigger size and all these natural gifts that, you know, the white satellites didn't really have. And it, it was just, you know, they were being called charming and things like that. And it just, it just really pissed some of us off back then because it just wasn't fair. They had an unfair advantage. But that's you know? where we were cut. <laughs> And just uh, <laughs> jerked off to that. Uh, he seems like he could be one of those guys, but like anyway. indica cold porn. Well, <laughs> indica cold. <laughs> no, just like not not thinking he's racist, but saying things like that. Where Very it's like, racist, I mean, you know how yeah. black guys are with yeah. like things like that. But anyway, right. um, what he actually said in the episode <laughs> was <laughs> uh, with my hair comb forward. You <laughs> yeah. know, yeah, he had an extra gross haircut and kind yeah. of a pinhead look this episode. <laughs> um, not the Cenobite pinhead, but just like a yeah, yeah, yeah. deformed Like the Zippy pinhead. the Clown pinhead, which I used to have a shirt of. In fifth grade, I wore people thought it was oh. weird. <laughs> I'm did having your, fun. Did you, you have a very close relationship with your brother. Not yeah. not Pino and Joe close with yeah. pornos being shared necessarily. Maybe they were, but you never yeah, told me yeah, that. Yeah. But uh, did your brother dress you a lot? Not not physically say, all right, Stevie, it's time to get dressed. No, but just like give you shirts and like older brother things that was uh, maybe too young for a younger so much brother. Passed down, but I would just see what was being worn, right, and wear that, <laughs> and make your own assumptions. Wear and certain things. You just yeah. you know you'd go on the early internet, eBay, and yeah. purchase those things. Exactly. Proto AOL eBay. chat room. Yeah. <laughs> a Bay. Hey, America bae. on Bay. There we go. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I'd wear certain things. Yes. Yeah, that Zippy the Clown things. shirt. Yeah, definitely was from a Tower Records. Where oh, okay, got it. Because you, you guys did, you were very, in, you're still very into music. Yeah. And so you probably went to a lot of music stores of various things, kinds. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Where they have it a lot of uh, counterculture okay. style Other art and things, things like that. I'm not so psyched I wouldn't on. let my daughter wear those, but. Yeah. Unless I'm fucking her mouth. Uh, he says stand up, Night Beacon says stand up and show everyone your outfit. What does that mean? He probably misses the quirky way that you dress. Well, like yeah, I just have this shirt on, which is the Nightmare yeah. for Christmas shirt. <laughs> and very bare thighs <laughs> at this point. Oh, <laughs> you going to stand in the background? Yeah. <laughs> just keep this going. <laughs> this content, yeah. Yeah. Little juxtaposition, because I used to come over here and change into my comfy basketball shorts before recording. Uh, but tonight, you have... Are those Vans Off the Wall cotton shorts? Yes. Oh. Sweat shorts that are tie-dye pink mm. and purple. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, <laughs> once again... Wasted? No. So just like a little little Patreon peek for everyone tipped. here. Yeah, a little Patreon peek oh. for everyone here. What's that night peek? On our episode of Adventurous Ghost that we oh, recorded... the pubes a... fell off the night peek. <laughs> <laughs> the ornaments are falling. A couple days ago on Friday, we were recording our Patreon-exclusive episode of Adventurous Ghosts. And Steve was using. <laughs> so anyone who's on Twitch can see this. 
the this scoop, cat litter. The scoop away complete. That's dense. That? That's dense as fuck. Pounds? That's heavy. Yeah. Um, oh, but, it'll uh, last my kitties a while. <laughs> he's uh, just like he is now using it as an ottoman, as a footstool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so re- kick yeah. back and relax. Crazy McCombs says, "What is this about Night Beacon Man Crush?" And then Cajun Robin Hood says, "So they do whatever they want or whatever we say, huh?" That's kind of hot. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but kind of. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll get to Childress and Justice uh, no. just a justice moment here. Um, anyway, he says the Black Knight uh, uh, satellite was said to be orbiting in a, a polar orbit. Uh, as if you wanted to cover the entire planet Earth as it orbits beneath you. And this implies that it's an unnatural object. So they're saying that uh, satellites, like weather satellites and things, those are in a, what did he call it? A uh, polar orbit, where it's going from the North Pole to the South Pole. So that as you slowly go over, the Earth is turning, and you're seeing a whole view over the course of a day of the Earth. So um, Nick Pope... Comes on. I don't think we've ever invented any little term for Nick poke Pope. But pope or something. Pope posture. Yeah, Nick yeah. Poke, a Pope poke or something like that. Uh, and he says, the theory is that this is an extraterrestrial satellite that has been monitoring us for thousands of years. And so it's not that that's his kooky theory or anything, but interesting that they picked him yeah. to postulate that this thing has been around for millennia, X, basically. Yeah. Uh, we get our first children's chime in here, and he says... Uh, in the nineteen the nineteen thirties, a ham radio operator. And when he says ham like that, I, I picture yeah. him picturing a big juicy ham sandwich or, or something. Going ham. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ham radio operators were picking up radio signals from outer space, and Nikolai Tesla himself were was picking up radio waves from Mars. So you have to wonder if. Ham radio operator. As if they're like a government group of people like, oh, the ham radio I went operators. to a ham radio convention in a parking lot like <laughs> a year and a half ago. And it was like 10 really? people. Yeah. Why? I'm with my friend uh, Rob. Why? Needed, well, he needed to buy a uh, a shitty laptop that he could uh, like fuck with the hard drive and just have an easy thing he could run Linux on. Okay. He's like, oh, yeah. Oh, they're going to have this ham radio show. And they have these like it's just like weirdos with fucking just all these computer parts and components right. and okay. hammer. He's like it's mostly hammer. Like radio old people. world motherboards and things like that. Just all kinds of wacky shit. What are those? Uh, fuck. What's it called? The laptops that are like for being outdoors and you could fucking throw against a wall. Yeah, they're, they're like fine. Those, yeah, they're like those satellite like laptop trup, things. Trap books. It's like something book. Yeah, yeah. But there's Trapper like keepers. there's dudes selling those things like tough books. Right. I think is what oh it's yeah called. yeah tough yeah. Um, all sorts of weird yeah. shit, but yeah, he's like eh, featured in many uh, early '90s Michael Crichton exactly. adaptations, like Congo and Jurassic Park, because yeah, they like could that, take yeah. a beating and keep on ticking. keep on cheating. Um, that's really fucking weird. Though. Yeah, it was out <laughs> where they all in, just like, talking Pomona to each other or something. Yeah, uh, I, I, <laughs> in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> but it was yeah, it was just odd shit. Was it what now? What kind of men were these? Was it a variety or was it a lot of bars? It was a lot of old of? white men. Okay, white haired as well. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, the fuck I left off with Childress, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, so you have to wonder if ham radio operators and Nikola Tesla himself, which he literally just said in the in the, yeah. in the sentence before and they don't cut, uh, were somehow picking up signals from this extraterrestrial ship orbiting our planet. So he doesn't add anything to this episode. They're using him as a fucking soundbite guy again. Uh, Wilcock drips, uh, Wilcock drips about also these ham radio operators and that they decoded a signal from the satellite 
and it was the Epsilon constellation cluster, but where it was in the sky 13,000 years ago. So I'm like, okay, if you have a fucking satellite that apparently is still gathering information, some super right. advanced machine, uh, this, I mean, you could argue, hey, if aliens can travel backwards and forwards in time, they could like fucking leave the satellite, jump 5,000 years. Ooh, what day did it collect? Yeah. Oh, cool. Another 5,000, whatever. I guess then that makes this theory work, yeah. sort of. But why would an advanced satellite have a signal that was literally just repeating the star system it came from over right, and over? Right. That's not how our fucking satellites work. What is the logic behind saying, here's where we're from, here's where we're from, here's where I'm from, here's where... Like, why would it just say that over and over again? I mean... Yeah, why would it orbit us to tell us? I mean, I guess unless we got yeah. technologically advanced enough to understand it, but I it was guess. just very close. Right. Because that the one probe we did send out was like, here's all the shit about us on a gold record and sure. this and that, but it's not projecting yeah. a signal. It was there to observe mostly. And again, if it if that is what it's saying, then how come none of us have heard about it right. and its locations that it's talking about? Exactly. About? Yeah, it's just it's just a weird, like, if it's there to, abs- to absorb all this information... What is this weird calling card? Or also, has anyone done anything with that information? Right, if that's it's what I'm so saying. important, like, if, it's, <laughs> if that's what it's really projecting, right? Then let's. Has look anyone at looked it. into like, oh, there are a bunch of uh, Earth-like planets in the Epsilon yeah, cluster yeah. or whatever it is? So um, they talk about the uh, an old Jewish text called the Apocalypse of Baruch, uh, and Sukes describes a story about how Baruch observes this. This big shining bird in the sky, and it dips his nose down sometimes, and it spreads its wings to absorb yeah. the energy of the sun, so that it can, whatever, and then it gets tired and classic puts its wings back. Satellite in bullshit, and 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 says this is classic satellite behavior with the solar wings of our satellites going out, absorbing yeah. energy, coming back in. At this point, they haven't talked about the nine for like twenty fucking minutes on this episode. It's all just. Here's a bunch of conspiracy theory stuff, right. and that's it. So um, the next segment, they talk about um, a book called The Stranger at the Pentagon, written by Dr. Frank Stranges, which is kind of funny that that's his name. But uh, this is the guy that meant Valiant, that met Valiant Thor, right. who's a pretty infamous alien. He's like... Yeah. He I and met in- that band once at Warp Tour. Yes. Nice <laughs> he and Indrid Cold are pretty infamous humanoid or ultra-human right. aliens. Um, there's apparently pictures of him that they show on this episode at press conferences with the chiefs of sta- you know joint chiefs of staff and the yeah. president like all this Put stuff. Put on VIP status. Exactly. Yeah. So he basically was interacting with Eisenhower and his staff for like three years straight. And they don't say this on the episode, but I'm curious as if because this was in the news at right. certain points, um, I'm curious as if if this is where the whole we are aliens and we want you to stop making nuclear war so that, you know, like that right. whole stereotype that's been in every fucking alien movie forever that yeah. we're getting too dangerous and it's feeding yeah. into our own fears about our own technology and stuff. Um, but uh, this guy, Harley Bird, uh, who was the son of an admiral in the military, Harley Bird was part of Project Blue Book. He backed up these statements, which I guess was a big deal. Um, Wilcock and Hellyer confirmed that you know, Hellier's on, and he's like, Paul, the, the Canadian former minister, yeah. he, he's like, U.S. officials have had face-to-face meetings with alien, with extraterrestrial beings flat out for years. That's it. Done. Right. And so, Straight up. Yeah. I'm, I mean, he's interesting. I'm I'm kind of prone to believe him, I guess. Um, he doesn't seem like a liar. Like, mm-hmm. it's also hard for me with my kind of anti-old person <laughs> stereotype I have right where it's right. like, 
he's he's not crotchety enough to be or he's too crotchety seeming to be like to play into some yeah, bullshit. fucking thing yeah, like back this on you know alien bullshit you know literally almost 50 years later it's kind of right. crazy but that's the biggest thing where i'm like oh i thought he was the minister in like the 90s or the 2000s yeah, yeah. or something but anyway um uh, 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 oh no one though has ever disputed that these photos are of valiant thor right. like no one's ever like discredited these photos um, and apparently he was just kind of part of the Earth, the American Earth government for years. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of interesting. But um, Eisenhower's granddaughter is on. I forgot that she was on another episode. Or sorry, she was on one of the Wilcock movies. And I was like, oh, who's this fucking crackhead on here? But she's literally Eisenhower's granddaughter. Yeah. <laughs> and I wrote that she looks like a yoga instructor tweaker. Yeah. Um, but she genetically, you can see the, rese- the family resemblance a bit. But she's like... She it didn't show that she wrote a book or anything, but she she's very she's a very big expert on Eisenhower's life and how right, all right. of his he he basically wanted to do what Valiant Thor said and send a message in press conferences to the American public, but the head of the CIA and the Joint Chiefs of Staff shut him down and didn't right. let him do it. So ultimately, they're like, "Oh, Valiant Thor failed in his mission and went back to his fucking yeah. rocket or whatever." Um, Hellier comes on and he's like, "You know, we blew it." To put it bluntly, like we had a chance to change our ways as humans, and they're showing nuclear bombs going off yeah, and yeah. stuff, and we blew it. But you get a children's chime in, and he says, "You know, uh, Valiant Thor claimed that he had been sent by a high council to <laughs> uh, to talk to the military leaders of Earth and warn them of the dangers of nuclear." And he says, "Nuclear weapons." And you have to wonder if Valiant Thor is some kind of representative of this council of nine that's watching over planet Earth, and uh, Pew Herrick uh, had been talking about, so another pronunciation yeah. of Pew Herrick. They, they, they bookend the episode back to Pew Herrick, these last segment and a half here. Um, he apparently wanted to spread the message that, uh, to the, to, of the nine, these nine mysterious figures, to the top layer, the top layer to of society, yeah. um, and called meetings with all these bigwigs, for, bigwigs from scientists to politicians, writers, whatever, Gene Roddenberry, creator of Star Trek and many other yeah. sci-fi things, was one of these guys that apparently was at these meetings. It would be interesting someday if there was like transcripts or recordings Something, or whatever yeah. of these meetings, but you would think that a guy like Puharic that wanted to document all this stuff, there'd be some sort of records of it, but we yeah. don't see really any of that. We don't see pictures or anything yeah. on the, this episode. Um, and they really talk mostly about how Star Trek was inspired in part by this federation of nine representatives that represented all these different races of right. galactic intelligent beings, which is what Star Trek is kind of all about. Even though, I mean, Star Trek is about how Earth has recently become one of the federation of yeah. intelligent beings. And there's like nine races in the show, Romulans and yeah. Spocks so and this falls. and whatever. But um, they have Michael Sala, who is the crazy huge eyebrowed guy from the David Wilcock movie, The Cosmic Theory. Yeah. And he's just sitting, he literally is just going, now it sort of seems that Gene Roddenberry was, in, was not so original and he took his ideas from uh, Puhera. And he's just going, he's just saying the same shit over and right. over. This guy's a fucking psychopath. Hmm. Probably a nice guy, but just like doesn't blink at all. I think we talked right. about that on the Cosmic Secret Patreon episode. Doesn't blink. Knows how to talk to red haired little uh, Irishmen. Exactly. Or what's the uh, <laughs> leprechaun? 
EO Pan. I yeah. was saying EO oh. Pan just like any concerned citizen. Okay. And the police just took me away from the playground because they said I was trespassing and it was two in the morning. But there were children there and I had to show them that my intentions for Pan were good. Yeah. And trying to mention these... <laughs> Oh God, and I thought it was two in the morning. They said, no, it's 11 in the a.m. <laughs> and school was in session. Yeah. <laughs> um, sorry. Uh, sorry, for, sorry for the humor on this show. Uh, we get a Wilcock, Wilcock God drip here. Uh, Wilcock God, God drip, drip here. Yeah. And he says, uh, they're talking about the prime directive, which is the main through line of Star yeah. Trek. And he describes it here. He says, now what is the prime directive? You got to keep the prime rib at a certain temperature the whole time, or it's right. No, the, now what is the prime directive? It is the idea that an extraterrestrial race should not reveal itself to a fledgling planet who has not yet achieved interstellar travel, meaning until their development has naturally steered them to the idea of extraterrestrial life, so that it would not disrupt their socio-political order. So, this is like justifying why aliens yeah. haven't talked to us yet. Um, I don't, again, I don't buy for a second that aliens are scared of us because, or scared for our safety because we have nuclear weapons now. We've had nuclear weapons for decades, for fucking 70 fucking years now at this point. You don't think they would have been more overt at this point if they were really scared. They're also not scared because they could probably blow up our entire planet like Starkiller Base in The Force Awakens uh, in a fucking blink of an right. eye. Or well, they, they get... want us to preserve it, though, because right. what we have is special. Of course. But it's like, at some point, if they were truly scared, don't you think they would just be like, hey, guys, we're serious. But, I mean, this show talks about shit like that all the time. Yeah. Uh, I got to hurry because my battery's about to die on my uh, thing. Um, oh, um, the uh, Nick Pope and Hellier come on and say the same thing. There's, it's a, This yeah. is just like a Star Trek geek out right, area right, right. on the show. Children's Times in here says, uh, is it possible that the nine extraterrestrial overlords, the first time they've said that, yeah. <laughs> uh, don't want to interfere directly with our society, but to guide us from behind the scenes? And you have to wonder if there's not some truth to science fiction. And is it preparing the people of the Earth for what's to come? Uh, this is Galactic Daddy shit over and over. Um, and basically this entire episode is Star Trek was based off right. of psychic sessions about these nine alien gods. That's yeah. like the whole fucking thing. Uh, the last little mini segment here, they go back to Paul Hellyer. They're bookending it. They're showing more of his Russian TV fucking yeah. uh, interview. Coppin's yeah. um, wife asks, you know, you had to wonder what is their agenda? Is it to protect us or control us for nefarious? Whatever it is. They're getting a little doomsday kind of fucking scary yeah. here. Childress asked the same fucking thing um, that he's asked each time. And he just does the galactic daddy thing again. Uh, Pope is postulating on how aliens might be, you know, controlling our moral development, and and if that's our ticket into the Federation when we're nice, nice enough, daddies or baby boys to get in yeah. there or something. Um, and oh, that's it. I wrote the episodes a mess yeah, after this, it. but um, the next episode is the Hidden Empire. I don't really know what that's about, but we'll find out next week. But uh, we're going to get the fuck out of here because it's late. My computer's going to die. Uh, support us on Patreon.com Patreon.com slash is where you get two exclusive podcasts from us every single month. Um, follow us on social media at Probing Aliens on Twitter, at Probing Ancient Aliens on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, subscribe to our podcast. Tell your friends about the podcast. Thank you for supporting us and listening to us. Thank you for your little buttholes. Thank you, Yum Lunch.
Thanks for providing us lunch. My worldview theory on aliens is it's lunchtime. Yes. <laughs> uh, other than that, our little buttholes need to fly away and pray the gay away. Yeah, gotta get that bar before it closes. <laughs> <laughs>